Es nice. <laughs> Bonjour. Hello and welcome to Midweek Gaming. It's the twenty first of April. We're back once again. If you'd like a good gamer picture or banner or intro making from the uh, graphic god, please check out www.exportsgamerpics.com and it'll sort you out. If you'd like to check out a good gaming website, uh, independent one, check out www.bg4gHub.com for latest news, reviews and opinion pieces and so much more. And I've got a whole host of, of panel members this week, all co-hosts, no guests this week. That's how we like it. <laughs> so, hi, are you there, VJ? Oh, hi there. Hi. How are you doing? How are you doing, sir? You okay? Just, yeah, I'm good. Thank you. You Thanks got, you got some PG tips there? Uh, I don't actually. I might wander off uh, while someone else is having a chat. So, uh, yeah. Perhaps removable sanity. He does give me the most amount of time to um, address my. I'll try and yeah, give you a good, good, good amount of time for you. <laughs> for a lot of people, but removal probably takes that as a compliment. You, you should. <laughs> I do take it. Yeah, yeah. It's exceptional. It's really. It's only to be honest with you. It's, it's me, Dreadpool, and VJ that are kind of you know can really go on for the good two or three hour job, can't we, mate? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Sorry, but tries though. He does uh, try. <laughs> ooh, ooh. Do you want to respond to Muppet? Um, I had a sausage about a half hour ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Looks like oh, we're off to <laughs> Good to you. Okay. Anyway, VJ, how are you doing, Mister Tucci? Been driving I'm... all around the country. Yeah, same old shit. I'm good. Anyway, happy to be here. I missed last week because. Uh, to do stupid o'clock in the morning to work, so I couldn't get up at three o'clock if I was on here till twelve. So exactly. anyway, did, I'm here today. I'm happy you, to be here. Did you hear uh, removal sanity's impersonation of you as we went off the air last week? Did it cut out before then? Because he, he done it's nice. I've I've listened to it's three nice. quarters of the show. I just missed the uh, I've missed the last bit. right at the end, right at the end bit, the last. I actually thought it was seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to have a listen and find out. Okay. How are you doing, Cerebral Paul? Oh, I'm doing good. Um, let's see, you've been mostly playing MLB, and you, you've heard of a you know a, a one-legged man in asking contest. Well, apparently, I'm the, I'm the leg sitting on the sidelines wondering what the hell's going on because I'm really bad at that game. So yeah. <laughs> 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 Me too. I'm a pro at getting uh, free strikes every time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the end of the game, I, isn't it? I, I, yeah. So I'm not be trying fun. it. <laughs> no. You're you're not trying it. No. If I wanted to play, well, you know, it's rounders. Rounders. You know? Yeah. Really yeah. rounders. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, do you know what I'd, I'd actually like? I wouldn't like. I've seen a game. I think it's a little bit too boring for me. But I'd like to go to an American game in real life. That I, think I, I don't. I don't watch it on TV. It's boring as all get out. It's like it, my dad always said. It's like watching grass grow. He always thought it'd be better if they let the batters run around with the bat when they're circling the bases. <laughs> Make it a little more interesting, you know. <laughs> But uh, going to a, going to a game, going to a game, especially with friends, is totally different. The sound, yeah, the I smell, the food—you know. <laughs> oh yeah, the food definitely. 
Yep. Sanity. If if you if you if you lived in America, what sport would you follow? Oh, to be honest with you, I I would probably follow, and I'm going to be careful now because we have a different thing. I would follow American football. Would you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so do you and like? There's rugby? a particular reason for that, that it's got nothing to do with the pom poms. The big bird. <laughs> <laughs> he likes all those tight I ends. Did... He likes yes. all. It's the big bird. Like like <laughs> well, I can actually attest to. I was there at Wembley Stadium when they had the American football came over so to England for. I think it was for a week. Oh, what when we was it? When, do you remember which teams you saw? Was it when the? I know the Raiders go over there every year or used to. Um, um oh, I think it was the Dolphins. Okay, the yeah, the Dolphins. Yeah. yeah, and I think it could have been the Raiders. And I, I, think I, was, I know that. they go over a year. I know they go over every year. Yeah, and so. it was. The, I think it was the very first time. Uh, I think it was either in the old Wembley Stadium, and I and I, I sat down and watched it, and I was I was actually, I loved it. I actually do loved it. You know, um, I, I I have no good at the games, yeah. but I actually loved watching it. it I would I would difference. actually love to go over to the U to to Wembley and watch one of the one of the day, one of the games they do over there. Just because mm. it's got to be a slightly different experience. I know that a lot of Americans go over there and do it, but still, most of the stadium is probably UK people. So yeah, yeah. It, well, it was. Oh, it's actually quite strange. When we was over there, you said you think it was UK people, but there was a lot of Americans who obviously were living in there. Wow. They they, they did fact, take up a lot of the stadium. Yeah, yeah. it was like coming home from there. They're like, yeah, yep. Apparently, it looks like Jojilla was at the same game as you. It looks like in chat. Yeah. Godzilla was there. Wow. Jesus. He might have been just standing <laughs> behind you for you know. Small world. Yeah. I think that was a big enough stable and we probably yeah, we <laughs> <laughs> You don't know well, though, do you? Yeah, you, you, you don't you, know, do you? There there is a chance he, that as big as that stadium is, he could have been right in the seat next to you and you never knew it. Yeah, <laughs> that is that is very true. Oh, but uh, yeah, that would have been that would be my sport. Fair enough. What about you? What about you, uh, Tushi? What would you would have done? NASCAR. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> Why does that not surprise me? Why does that know, not say that? Me as, a, as a redneck. He always struck me as kind of a redneck. This is rich, yeah. Drinking bad beer and, you know. I don't know. I've watched it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't watch sports at all. I don't watch any. I've never watched a game of football in my whole life or anything. Really? But, um, wow. Yeah, really. <laughs> And um, the only sport I've ever watched is uh, when I used to do bodybuilding. I used to watch it on TV and stuff. But um, American things, I've only ever watched um, NASCAR. But I just love the sound of the V8s flying past. It's, I'd love to experience <laughs> it, though. Maybe one day. I think we all know, uh, I think we all know Stubbs would be a wrestling fan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I used to watch it a lot. I, had it, I used to watch it a lot, uh, wrestling. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be rounders Always. for stubs. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I wouldn't mind, though, with, like, it's American football. There are all these big, supposed big blokes, and they've all got to put padding on. Yeah. Mm. You don't uh, do that in rugby. It's, well, you don't do that in rugby. Yeah. <laughs> you think rugby's bad? You should big see guys, the Irish rugby got seriously version. big guys in rugby. Yep, they and, they don't don't wear as many and they don't wear as many but pads. They roid. What was the, what no, was the Irish one? Level they're at. That, oh, God. It's, you, get, you know, guys get their ears ripped off, and that's just like the you know, the introduction sort of thing. <laughs> that's a pub um, brawl. 
It's the pub before the match. They're looking back to each other. Oh, God. We love you really, Ireland. To be fair, if you, you're not at rest, uh, wrestling's entertainment, so if you're on about mat wrestling, they still do mat wrestling in America. Actual <laughs> wrestling. That's a sport. But yeah, there's generally no, Amer- there's no American actual sport alike, really. <laughs> Sandy the Hippie says his wife used to play rugby. Well, we know who wears the pants in his family. <laughs> not him. Oh, that's like a sexual And carries the ball. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to wait for Tishy to say that. Oh, being thrown to the ground and being taken. Just take me. <laughs> oh, Rich. <laughs> you need it's a big okay. to put I've actually lost. I've lost where we were. Oh, yeah, we ain't anyway, yeah. We talking that about you. That was my that was, <laughs> that was Paul's intro. Yeah. 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 So, right, took nine minutes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> so, how are you doing, animated evil? Are you all good? I am very well, sir. Happy to be here yet again. Thank you very much. Great to see you all. Great to see the chat's uh, busy tonight as well. Happy. You know, I'm just me. Yeah. Good to go. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Yeah, the chat's. Oh, and now talking about, yeah, they, they actually didn't the Italians have some brutal football version taking it back to the medieval times? Basuku said, I don't know. It's getting really random in the chat now. Oh, <laughs> I think he's right. Yeah. To be honest, I think he's right. Yeah, yeah. I think there really was. Yeah, it might, mm. there might be. And they also used to wrestle naked, but hey, we won't go there. But what? you know, <laughs> but I, I think actually, if you really want, if you really want brutal. <laughs> brutal uh, thing at the moment there is medieval fighting where they actually oh. you put on medieval armor and beat the crap out of each other i know you know proper... you, 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 you've experienced it i i haven't experienced jesus christ would i i'm not, I'm not stupid <laughs> enough to put on 10 tons worth of blooming metal and then get whacked over the head with a sword or an axe no i'm not bloody stupid jesus no i have no i've seen it on youtube where i think and, and it's uh it is absolutely brutal honestly you just see these guys wearing this pro- proper metal armor uh, medieval armor beating the crap out of each other with maces and knives and swords and you're like jesus <laughs> good luck on that hmm <laughs> Interesting. As long as as long as they don't bring back shin kicking, we'll be fine. <laughs> Just keep the ass kicking around. That'll do, won't it? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, it's good it's good to hear animated. How and how are you animated? Even though you've done uh, not animated, removal of sanity. Even though I'm good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still good. Sub stubs. I'm still yeah. good. <laughs> Yeah. Even, though animated done, yeah. even, even animated evil was done. Even animated evil I'm wrong name. I, I love know, the fact that we. I the love the fact that we've already managed to throw Stubbs off. He's in the least. It's right. taken us 11 minutes how and he's completely ruined. Animated evil sanity. Even <laughs> you've done the most talking so far on the intros. Mm. <laughs> Well, you didn't get. You didn't ask me here to be quiet, did you? I mean, was that the case? I'm no. sorry. Oh, I didn't realise that was the presumption. You know, I'll um, mm. I'll just be stum. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing exceptionally well, thank you very much. Now, much appreciated for again having me on, 
and it's great to be with these uh, amazing co-hosts and have a chat and have a laugh with them. They always bring me a smile, regardless. Where are they? <laughs> when are the they turning in? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's Honestly, good I feel to have you all we, back we, on. We, it is just... mm-hmm. Go on, Stabs. Well, what was your idea then? We could what? Well, I was about to say, we could classify ourselves like the Scooby Gang, to be honest with you. <clears throat> the Scooby Gang? Yeah, <laughs> Scooby-Doo Gang. <laughs> <coughs> I'm lost too early. <laughs> Which one of us gets like to be shaggy? Well, that's that. Oh, there you go. I was leaving it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think too. She must be tired. He's a bit slow on that front tonight. I am a bit. I've been up all day. He's normally. Bit, he's normally quick on that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> welcome Velma? to everyone. In the chat. Thanks for stopping by. <laughs> <laughs> the murder sessions, cerebral pull. I'll keep it in normal style. The indie gamer, Goat Force Gaming, Dragon Ball. Thanks for showing off your incredible um, streak score Careful. on the DM earlier. I seen that. You were four hundred and sixty-one. Microsoft days, actually re- they actually reinstated my streaks because I, I said oh, nice. it was an error and it went wrong, and they reinstated it to what it was. Um. Go Force Gaming, good to see you. Oh, that's Misuku, Delightly Lad, Muppet. Uh, let's go back up a little Very bit. Dead. It's so funny, every time you guys say Muppet, Dracula I know dead. what it means to you guys, so it doesn't, you know, no longer mean the little, you know. <laughs> what else we got? We had Pixel Slapper earlier. Um, who else we got? Telegonic, thanks for stopping by. Um, just out the chat. I can't I can't see anymore now. But yeah, back for the dead. Yep, uh, I think we've got everyone just about nearly. I think that's it. It's going back down the list. There we go. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a, it's been there's been quite a few topics there has, but uh, we've got a few <sighs> topics we have. So a lot of this has been going around the websites and. Various different discussions in different Twitter DMs and also uh, Jago, welcome Jago. Thanks for stopping by, mate. Um, the Days Gone director thinks Sony is placing too much emphasis on the Metacritic scores. Now, that question is in relation to Sony, but my question is is a bit different to that because it's not just Sony. If you go back a long time with big publishers. There is a big emphasis on getting a great Metacritic score, and they are paying developers um, based on great Metacritic scores. It doesn't matter, as for some big publishers, it doesn't actually matter how great a game sells, which is what you want. You want your product to sell, and it, nowadays it gets put into Game Pass. You make more money, you make revenue that way as well. Um, just an evolving plat- evolving method, but you'd surely think that they place more value in the fact that a game has sold well or done well on different services. But for many years, Metacritic has got this hold over big publishers where they think they have to score big meta like nineties, and they're actually paying pe- paying developers. Or I'm not saying all of them are. But there's a lot of big publishers that are paying developers 
based off so right, so they, they do a game they've finished it and they go they go they go and pitch a new game and they say we need this amount of budget for the game and then they say to them what was your last metacritic score and your last game you made and that is literally how a lot of the industry is paying developers. It's t- it will say Sony, but it's a widespread problem. It's not just oh, no, Sony. No, no. It's, it's, it, tons it, of big publishers doing it. It's bad. It, it's it's started. It, well, can I speak to that a little bit while it's fresh on my head? Yeah, yeah. Um, it started. Yeah. It, it not even that. It's um because Metacritic is just an aggregate site, really. So what was happening? At least what happened in the early two thousands, even the late nineties. Some of the um. Some of the um, the magazines like GameSpot and whatever uh, would actually, in, in trade for advertising in their magazine, would give a score that was up to a great score to a game that was absolute shit. It was the equivalent of what they call payola in the radio com- in the radio business. Uh, you, okay. you, you know, you 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 give them money, they give they give you play, they give you notice, even if it you know if it's crap. Um, a couple of the magazines got busted for that actually um the problem now is you know no i i personally don't look at critic scores anymore because now you have now you have uh bombing you know people even before the the game or whatever comes out there's people throwing in negative stuff they've never seen it they just want to give it a negative score and it works the other way too you you know you're Mm -hmm. all your buddies put in a great score even though they've never seen the game it drives the score up there's it's nothing... annoying when you've been accredited for right. as a as a supposed reviewer. I mean, right. there is usually review score bombing, but it's a bit annoying where if you read some of these accredited reviews, they actually and you can tell by reading it, the guys never played the game before. A lot of right. them are just to, just to put in bad scores. I mean, I know the emphasis like indie games is critic Metacritic is just an average score based on all the registered reviews. That's true, but it's the way the industry holds them to such a high standard and pays well, people based off what meta they get. Not don't on they, how much don't they, they also sell, look at, don't, they, don't they also look at regular user scores as well? Not just you know they're usually yeah I think but, they, might, like, they might they might do kind of like uh, kind of like um, the tomato site does for movies. There's the official scores and there's the the viewer Rock scores. Bias, yeah. Yeah, yeah, then you know. Uh, I'll, I'll just clarify the question again because a lot of lads might, might have missed it. Um, the, the question is: Are big publishers placing too much emphasis on a great meta score because it came out after? Oh, the other part uh, I wanted to speak to that with, is with, the other part yeah. I wanted to say to that was um, because high scores means more eyes on the game. You know, that's how that's how it drives it. If something gets a high score, more people go, "Oh, I want to check this out." They drive each other. It's a it's a mutual thing. That's why a publisher would look at the scores. Scores high scores means more eyes are going to look at my title. So also, when it's on the shelf uh, for sale, um, like in a game shop, you, the, the 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 scores are usually printed on the front of the case, aren't they? Right. As well. Mm-hmm. Yep. When you, you it gets those straight tens. Yep. It looks like bull- when I see that, it just looks like bullshit to me. Yeah, I I never think <laughs> twice about that because you you never know where they got the score from or you know. No. Yeah. I I I don't know. I mean, maybe this is a generational thing, but honestly, as you get older, you've how many of us really place that much emphasis in Metacritic or Not scores long. in so in general? I think scores in general as a as a as a as a. Uh, 
as a review process is starting to almost be slightly phased out. The more people, the more content creators I see reviewing are more now going down the lines of phasing out scores entirely for a almost opinion-based uh, review right. system. So it's like, I recommend it on this basis, or it's a avoid or rent or on sale aspect. It seems to be that these days, it's 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 almost like the last the last um, last remnants of, a, last of, of the... an outdated system. Right. Also, you, you say just... the last of the old guard. Right. Yeah, effectively. That was yeah. I was going to say the last night of the old okay corral. But the problem is. <laughs> yeah, but the, the problem is, is the, the, big, the big publishers are, are still putting a lot of emphasis on it. Even though I, I, I'm not a publisher, but I think they should place it on. Did this game sell well? Did this game do well in Game Pass? If it's in Game Pass, yeah. did it use different metrics rather than just review? Uh, reviews are only opinions, yeah. but what, what the, what the yeah. main problem is is they're paying people, but as you say, Metacritic is an opinion of everyone's right. opinion, not on how well the game did, and that's the problem. Right. I hopefully one day it changes. Well, I think the publishers yeah. are shifting as well, especially the ones yeah. that are more active on um, social media, because they can really see what we're saying. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. Microsoft is a big show of that. Microsoft knows yeah. what we're saying. Hell, they watch our shows sometimes. You know, you know, you know. Well, to if, be honest, if you want a perfect example of how this is going, that? look at Ron Tomatoes. Uh, <laughs> they, 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 yeah, some of them have, dude. Cerebral Paul's well known for that. (laughs) Um, But if you want to see where it's going, look at Rotten Tomatoes, where effectively now people are just saying, well, to be honest with you, if the critics are saying it's bad, they probably think it's good. It's getting to such a a skewed sort of system. People are almost mocking sites now. And I think most people mock Metacritic. People most mock, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. It's a... It's an, an outdated system which can be easily uh, abused. Right. And so it no longer holds weight. So when people say, oh, you know, um, this game's got 10 out of 10, but it's only sold 50 copies. Well, why is that then? Well, mostly because it's, it's an out- you know, that it, Well, yeah, it, it could be it. Yeah. The public doesn't agree with the reviewers. You know, and again, it is an opinion-based or, or system, but... Right. Uh, it's one of those things. I think the publishers are starting to wise up to this, as Cerebral has pointed out. It's, I don't. I think to be honest with you, it's, it's going to be a last. It's, I don't think this is going to be around for the next five years or ten years. Yeah, well, I, mean, I mean, Amazon's another good example. You know, everybody can yeah. dump their movie to be to be streamed on Amazon. And I've watched some truly bad crap. In fact, I'm going to do a review on one soon. I've got it mostly written out now. It's ready to go. Um, that, it, but if you look at it, all of a sudden it had four and a half stars and. You, but you look at the reviews and you're like, huh? And then you look at the movie and you're really like, huh? Because apparently the guy had everybody and his mother and father, you know, give it five stars. Yeah. You know, yeah, they were, no doubt. yeah. So no, just the ones that little this little paid card says, you know, if you give us a five star review, we'll give you ten percent discount off your next purchase. Right. <laughs> or just uh, I've m- seen that a few times. Yeah. 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 I mean, might, get, you know, even with us, with with. with how many times do you get responses on your on these uh, these um, VODs that say, "Hey, do you do you want more viewers to pay for this, pay for that?" You know, <laughs> yeah, uh, that's annoying. That is. But it's all based on the same thing. It gets the idea is to make it look 
more important or more popular than it than it is. Or in the case, uh, you know, right. then there's the whole review bomb thing, which is the opposite, but it's the same basic effect, you know. Yeah, in, in my 30, 31 years of gaming, I have never once used Metacritic to give my, find an opinion to buy a game. If I like a game, yeah. I'll play it. <laughs> yeah. I can't stand Metacritic. It's just bullshit. It's, it's just all... I, I think <laughs> all the music Welcome. will be paid. Any reviews yeah. I use as um, I look, welcome, I, graphic I, I sometimes welcome graphic god. I, I look at I look at some and see what they're actually reviewing. You know, it's like you know, are they actually reviewing the film or are they just you know talking about what a what a scumbag the publisher is or the game or whatever. You know, it's like so if I do have to look at it for whatever reason and I don't usually, um, just to see what all the I, I try to parse out what what's real and what's not. Most of the time, it's not worth it, you know, for anything. Movies, TV, you know, games, you know. So uh, v, VJ taught mm, me something good. Graphic Gold said reviews. Go on. <laughs> yeah. Go on, no, graphic Gold just saying he used to know he used to know a guy that made a living from building the fake, fake review fake websites. Reviews. Wow. Yeah. No, the, the website, so there's obviously money in it, you know. Um, VJ taught me something um, ages ago, and that was uh, if you ever want a, a proper opinion about something, go to somewhere like Amazon if you want to review on it because they're just they've got they're not aiming for anything on there, are they? they? You get more of an honest opinion on there. Yep. Uh, it used to be, I would say now, to, to be honest with you, um, I think games are okay. I think certain products, yeah. however, are yeah. rife with, as I said, I've seen it before where I got a product and they put a little card in there saying, you give us a five-star rating, you'll get a 10% discount on your next, on your next ah, thing. Ah, true. Um, I thought that one. <laughs> it, it is, I think it was early on. I don't know. I think it's getting worse, possibly, because I've seen it before where it's like five-star yeah. verified purchase and, you, and they don't even say anything. It's just like five-star. So, um <laughs> I think, to be honest with you, the best way, and I think most of us do, find someone you find generally trustworthy and then use them as yeah, a basis. I was, ab I was about to say that um, I agree with Indy in the chat. Um, it's not about reviews in general. It's about um, everybody using a certain site. I mean, I'm like Tushy. I've never, ever, ever visited Metacritic. I Don't know what it is. I don't care. <laughs> but back in the back in the day, as Dragon Wolf also says in the chat, um, I used to read certain magazines um, mm -hmm. as a, a a younger gentleman, a, a, a you know a teenager, and earlier than that even. They were all, yeah. my dad bought them; they don't count. And <laughs> because because they were you know and they they seemed to know what they were talking about. They were in the journalism sort of area. I really relied on their reviews. I really did in the magazines back in the day. But when when you when it's five people that agree, it's seven out of ten. Fair enough. When there's three thousand people all giving their opinion, it kind of ruins it a little bit. But reviews in, re reviews as general, I agree with. Again, I'm just oh, you know, I, agreeing with the guy exactly. saying, if you trust somebody and you think this guy knows what he's talking about, yeah, I trust them wholeheartedly. 
I think that grows well, with history, I, though, I, because like I agree I used with to, reviews. Yeah, I do. Because there's quite a few websites that are good at, at reviewing. This subject was more on basically the Metacritic emphasis on developers being paid. That was more of it. But yeah. in reviews in general, I do. I still read reviews. I, I, you know, there's good sites like BG4G, Season Gaming, yeah. Iron Lords, <laughs> sort of like great yeah. sites like I that don't... offer great. Reviews. Yeah, I don't see the logic of paying for good reviews so much as paying. I do understand paying for performance based on sales of a game or whatever, because you know, I don't understand. Hey, we got a great review, but I do understand. Hey, we sold, you know, a half a million units. Here's a bonus. I, that I get. You know, what I don't get is the based on good reviews because yeah, that opens the way up for even some of the developers trying to trying to hedge the reviews. Hey. Bob, go and, you know, post a review how awesome the game is, you know. And Bob never played the game, you know. It happens. Uh, you know, it has happened. Yeah. Uh, it will still continue to happen. Yeah. I think, you know, it is, it's hard to um, stamp that out. So yep. it's one of those things, you know, that's why I think, as I said, the, if you got rid of the actual numerical score, it's a lot harder right. to kind of manipulate it. You know, my, my, my seven out of 10 is very different to your seven out of 10. Right. Well, plus the, the plus it take going to take the buyer to be the discerning eye as well. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Do you know, a, but, a good yeah, old way, cool. so a good old way that I used to, um, find an opinion on the game was by looking at, if you're looking at the pictures in the, um, on the back of the box, which is the easiest way, or the the classic way was watching Games Master. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> yeah, Game Master. You see, oh my god, look at that game on there! Like you fix me, you dad downtown the next week buying it. It's, it's love true. Days. Yeah. It's basically coming back. That isn't it? True. Uh, no, uh, but there is no. a kickstart. No, there it, it's There's something the... happening isn't there. No. Well, there's something in the know. background. Well, as uh, Kickstarter, oh, uh, Dominic Diamond has just released a a historical book about Games Master um, on Kickstarter. I know because I've just backed it. <laughs> uh, not funny. Um, and that will give you a background history of all ga- of all the sh- shows and how it was set up, how it has gone on, how it is you know created. Um, but in terms of moving forward, I think. They are trying to find something similar, but the trouble is, I think there's a few licensing issues, and I think there's also there's a bit of hesitancy because um, I think who was it? Who was the one who there was? He, he does Taskmaster in the UK. Got his name. He did a program. He did a games show that was similar. I can't think of what it's called. What recently? Yeah, well, it was last year, I think, sometime. Um, they did. A, they did a game. I think it was, it was on. I don't know, Channel Four or something like that. It was a. Yeah, I remember okay. it. Um, fucking hell, is it eight bit something? Yeah, it was that, and they did that for about. Th- they did three episodes or something like that, and it didn't do brilliantly. But I think that was mostly because of the actual the host rather than the actual. So I think it's one of those things. They're trying to hedge their bets. They want to go back to the heyday of Games Master, you know, Games World, because that was pulling in hundreds of hundreds and thousands of views. But remember, that was also at a time when you could only get a review from even magazine. 
right. where else was you going to get it? Yeah, so it's exactly a, a captive audience now. It's you can get a review, you know, from Bob in the pub to you know, Chushi's gaming site. You know, it, it's it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a wide wide situation for everybody. He's got in the background. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. gonna 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 get. I'm gonna go in and now get VJ's comments on this. Yeah, VJ. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. So the day the day he's gone, director was thinking, saying he was placing too much emphasis on the Metacritic scores. So do you think big publishers are placing too much emphasis on great Metacritic score? But also, I'll kick off the next question as well. Um. The same, the same guy in the same interview was saying, "Don't complain if there's no <laughs> sequel if you didn't buy it at full price." What, what's your thoughts on on both them, VJ? Um, I think that someone was talking about developers and bonuses and stuff. I don't know how much of a developers or an, an individual basis I'm talking about, or perhaps even the team, because I'm not sure how they're divided up right now. How much of that bonuses okay. or tethered to review scores, especially in the West? I mean, perhaps there's an inkling of truth to it, but it's not what I would suggest is a huge part of how bonuses are structured, especially at Sony. Royalties or dividends are paid quarterly and even four to six months after launch, and that's because the majority of a bonus is based on revenues and profits and performance. It's also to retain the staff after a project. A project doesn't just stop dead because the game's released. Um, there's an aftermath and uh, a squaring away or, or a sort of, a storing of a said uh, of a said project sort of thing, maybe you know, well up to well up to three months wrap up period. So the, okay. the way the way competitors, on the other hand, sort of, and you, and you do see people leaving after a game's launch, and even sometimes before the game launches. And the way competitors extract staff, and probably in most industries, but definitely in the gaming industry, is asking them to sort of forfeit a bonus and entice you know the targeted talent per, talented person or whatever with a golden set of handcuffs. You know, it's a sort of an incentive or signing on fee. Join right now, and you can't leave for an agreed or stipulated period of time. Otherwise, the amount that you've taken from us is repayable pro rata. So I've seen those sort of practices go on, and um, it was funny because last night I was just on Twitter um, for my sins, and um, I saw someone post um, some sort of one of those uh, voting posts yesterday, where people were asked to sort of cast the vote on if they reference Metacritic uh, at any point before purchasing a game. And I think. Over sixty percent voted no, because um, I think people are wising up over a period of years in terms of exactly what it is. Right, it's a bit of a cesspit, right, or a cesspool, or whatever you want to call it. And there were two other options, and I can't recall what they are. I'm sure one of them was yes, and the other one was yeah. I just like to take a peek on what's happening. And then, and then as I saw that, I popped over to Metacritic just just to have, just to sort of have a look at what was going on. And uh, you know, I typed in one of my favorite games, God of War, and that had about seventeen thousand reviews on Metacritic. However, when I went and had a look on the same, you know, God of War on um, Amazon, it had over 20,000 reviews. And that was just for the US Greatest Hits version of the game. And correct me if I'm wrong, but, uh, you know, I might have got my numbers a little bit mixed up. But if you combine the number of Metacritic and uh, Amazon, sorry, uh, you know, if you divide those up and divide it by the number of units sold, it's less than half a percent of the audience. And that's before removing unverified review scores, right? And I think any company in this instance or any instance it's always about the conceivement of a project and appointing the right leaders and the difficulty of assembling of a team that will last the course, right? I think what's really important, um, because you asked a kind of a broad question, it sent my mind off all over the places that typically, it's typically questions normally yeah. do. We'll go off topic. I do try to marshal my thoughts, but it's really difficult with my brain. 
But um, I think what's important is in any sort of team, because I watched some of that interview with Jaffe, right, just to sort of give my answer a bit more of a context. For, and um, yeah. and the balance of the mentality, the mindset, uh, having the right rules in place to mix amongst many, many, many other things, right, before you actually kickstart a project. Because game development is inherently not a red eye, right? It's a long haul sort of economy flight to Saturn, right, with a stopover at the moon. And that's probably about the best way I could place, what best way I can put it. But listening to the to the game director, I think you mentioned, I think he himself uh, gave an earnest and honest appraisal of himself on what he went through. Uh, it, and I think that a lot of the skills that perhaps he possessed at the beginning of the development, he doesn't have at this particular point in time. Definitely not the traits and the personality for big game development. It's The board game's completely changed given the figures that are there. And that's not a criticism, especially given how hard game development can is and can impact you on, a, on an individual level, right? Especially if you're subjected to a, an extended, extensive or extended prolonged period of time, uh, and it can affect affect you for life. And I, I won't be surprised if you know in the future or even right now, I'm not that well versed on it. If people are dying, being diagnosed of of some sort of variant that perhaps feels or is akin to post-traumatic stress order. But you also have to then look at and take into account the risk and unpredictability of game development and all that, all the stakeholders stakeholders involved and the duty of care, uh, you know, that the shareholders or the stakeholders have before a project's commencement. And for me, to be quite honest with you, is that the days gone director or whatever he has to say right that's his from his perspective and his team and him and i i'm sure he was there for a period of times i think he worked on siphon filter games which i thought were excellent actually and i actually thought they stood up to metal gear solid games but anyway that's a separate separate debate or, or topic entirely but he was afforded the privilege and six years uh, and the budget right to produce a game and and as I said, they had a duty of care. And I feel overall, from my experience with the game, they equipped themselves really well. And if you want to dovetail back into sort of what regarding Metacritic, none of us here on the panel, Ben Studios, nor Sony, are clairvoyant or fortune tellers. Can anyone say hand on heart back in 2013 when the Days Gone project was greenlit that Metacritic would be categorically critical or even relevant in relation to the success of a game releasing six years down the line. Can any of us sit here today and predict that what will be the yardstick or public point of index and what will be the most prominent opinion in a sea of mediocrity, let's be honest, right? Uh, and we know because we're wise to because we game every day, right? I do anyway. Um, and Mr. Tushy's on the roadie dreams of it, right? So... And so where are those opinions <laughs> and review scores? Where are people going to migrate to in the next six years? I, I don't know the answer to that. And I think, and, and especially when you look at, and we've touched on this before, uh, I have anyway, the, the blend of current gen gamers, which is, let's just assume that's us, and the next generation of uh, gamers, they're far more diversified, right? They, they, and there's a clash. I kind of see a clash. And, and that and that sort of merger is kind of evolving and maybe in a good or a bad way. I, again, I don't know. I haven't just given it enough thought. And it's really difficult to predict. And I'm not sort of currently paid enough right, to give it my time and thought to give you a, like a conclusive answer of any sort. But games still to a large degree. And, and I think listening to, I forgot who was mentioning about the magazine. I think it was, um, 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 uh, I forgot his name now. What's his name? 
the cheeky magazines no 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 yeah i mean that all aside yeah i remember you know meme machines right and drunken master was on there on the pc engine and i was like oh my god look at the size of those sprites my mega drive can't handle that anyway but that Games, games still sell on visuals, the publishing brand, yep. sponsorships, promotional activity, trailers, PR marketing, uh, selling you the uh, future promise, and even more so today as it did in the 90s, uh, based on what Removable um, was saying on word of mouth. And word of mouth now also includes people mouthing off on social media, right? Uh, Twitter or whatever, whatever have you, right? And subsequently, um, that builds up and propagates people and communities and so on and so forth. And you only have to look at, and I'm really sorry about this, and I'm sure the indie game is going to love me for it, just ask Team Cherry in regards to the latter. Right? I mean, I'm speaking about Hollow Knight for a reason. I like so many other gamers, uh, sorry, not only gamers, but gamers that have seen games that sell 1 million or 3 million, ga 3 million units that we haven't heard of. And, well, 3 million obviously is in the case of Hollow Knight, or 10 million in this case of God of War. And why do they sell it? Because they're able to capture a given audience or unsuspecting audience's imagination. And that's what games for me are truly about, uh, that they all try to capture your imagination or vie for it. Days Gone, as a case in point, right? I'm not trying to pick on it or anything, or the developer, it, it struggled in its attempts to really capture an audience on several different levels, which I'm not going to go into right now. But if you can put your prejudices, preconceptions, sensibilities aside, and approach any game except MLB, of course, with any open mind. <laughs> you find that, 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 that the fact that Days Gone Today, regardless of what you feel about the studio or the company that's produced it, is a great game and worthy of a time. Or I think it at least justifies your consideration, right? And that's why I really like about Game Pass, right? I mean, I've I finished Yakuza, um, Resident Evil 7, and I've just started uh, Octopath Traveler all in a matter of a week, right? So, um, but... But but games that are the the two games that I've mentioned just for this particular question that you've raised have done relative relatively well in staving off some of the unfounded and thoughtless and subjective media reviews and consumer perception on certain websites like Metacritic to still reach profitability. But for me, I have no idea how Days Gone was in, or sales of Days Gone was impacted by Metacritic or, or reviews and and you know and and subsequent impressions of said reviews, right? Because a lot of people obviously go there, observe, but don't leave a comment, right? So, and I don't know those um, those analytics, right? And uh, and for me, uh, I was speaking to the the indie gamer when I was playing Hollow Knight, and, um, you know, he, well, Mr. Susha says I gave him some good advice, but indie gamer gave me some good advice. He said, look, if you want to really get a hands-on impression from true gamers in terms of games that are available on pc go to steam and, and i obviously found that those reviews were far more eye-opening right if you look for the ones that have integrity in them right so and finally i think it's the game director's opinion on his experience of working at sony interactive that sony interactive entertainment live and breathe and make decisions based on meta cricket was uh, i'm sorry i'm paraphrasing it but that's what he said right and that's what he seems to imply I think the truth is not as simple or as pure as anyone claims, right? It's about timing, and at the time, um, the, the that team... That very well the, be true. Yeah, the, the ex experience of the green light committee, I think, comes into it heavily, right? And I think that they didn't want to make the same mistake twice over at Sony, and it may have nothing to be nothing to do with the pitch of the sequel. I believe Sony conduct themselves in a very specific way, from my experience, and they green in their green light team and their stakeholders across all the territories, because they all have an input 
would have looked at the situation, perhaps used the Metacritic to aid in declining the proposal for Days Gone 2 in a diplomatic way. With hindsight, for me personally, and working with, within a corporation accountable to shareholders secondarily to the customer, and wondering if they should take another six-year hard slog with a Pacific studio, I wouldn't have greenlit Days Gone 2. I'd have placed them, you know, I, I placed the I placed the Days Gone director in terms of his demeanor and how he was, and, and, and it, often, it brought, brought back memories to me of like Ken Levine, Cliff Lezinski, David Jaffe himself, who was the interviewer, right, and the position that they were once in. I, I, I would have allocated that 250 million budget for the game and the publishing and the marketing and everything that's going to that's going to come up against that it's going to come up against or it's going to require to Jade Raymond, and, and and I think Sony have actually gone and done that, and I didn't think Days Gone Two carries the creative spark that would transcend across to a successful sequel. And I'm not sure, even in my case, in terms of how Horizon Zero, Do Zero Dawn 2 is, gonna, uh, is, is going to be received. And I know Mr. Tucci is probably down to have, bound to have a sort of different perspective on that, as I know he's a fan of the game. And finally, what I wanted to say, to Jaffe's credit, because I went and like painfully went through this interview, he was able to ask really penetrating and searching questions, and having done so, was able to extract really interesting and sort of unfettered or unrestrained answers that have a degree of credibility and you know honest emotion to them and and the thing is people may ask well why was he able to do that it's because jaffe himself has lived through the process right and and it's really interesting that you know he's gone through that experience in a similar fashion maybe in a different time you know 10 years ago but not much has changed right in, in senior people leaving their posts and going through whatever they go through right and never quite make it back and, and, I, and before we had this discussion i was going to go and have a look at to see why um that guy who'd been at 20 years at overwatch right why he suddenly left but i think i've got on for quite a while here but i did want to just say that the games industry is one of the fastest moving industries in the world and it's really unpredictable and it's really ironic for me to say that and the fact that certain landmark games do take about six years to produce but i'm going to stop there anyway because i think someone else should say something <laughs> no you have you... very good points there vj it's um it, yeah it, it's one of them subjects i mean that there's much, like, as you say there's many different factors to it isn't there you know what i mean it may not, but like you say, it may not. What he said about Sony might not actually be true as well. You know, it's it's the truth is never clear. It's never it clear is. and simple. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hey, so what, least, what, what um, were you say, Tushi? At least with um, them cancelling uh, Days Gone Two, at least they're getting a new IP out of it anyway, which is good. In a, in another sense, start afresh with a new story or something, can't they? I, that, I think that's true, isn't it? Do you know? I, I think, I think, I I think so. Stimulate, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think um, you, you've had two key, two key people leave, right? And no doubt you have a technically talented team there that surprised me in terms of what they were able to produce with, with Days Gone, being an open world game, because I don't associate big open world games that stream really well in the Unreal Engine. And, and that's perhaps because I haven't played enough video games based on open world games based in Unreal. So I think that the team is really good but you still need someone to create a proposal that have that creative spark and be able to fulfill the two roles that are important roles i would say that have been vacated within the studio and that perhaps is something that's been done perhaps it's ongoing or perhaps it's something that's being reviewed and and i think that's all open to interpretation and rumor at this stage until something's officially announced but i'm with you mr tushi 
I don't think the studio's bad. I think they did a good job. That was an amazing game. I just think circumstances went against them to some degree and the game just didn't appeal to a wide enough audience. And I think that also, as I said to you, listening to the game director and the creative director in two separate interviews, you can see that they, they've had their fill of whatever it, big game development is. It's not Sony. It's, it's across all studios, all publishers, all platform holders, right? It's, it's, it's systemic, right, at the end of the day. I don't know if that's the right word. I might have to look that one up. I don't know. I shouldn't really pronounce the words that I can't spell. But anyway, I'm going to just uh, stop uh, there. With, with um, let's try and get this word right. With the way that the game wasn't marketed enough when it first came out, because so, it was a really good game. I, I own it as well. It's I enjoyed it. Uh, do you feel like that Sony didn't have faith in the game from the start? If you know what I mean, Sony might have known. They, 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 they haven't bothered with. They haven't pushed it, and then they had another big hitter that was that's in its probably play. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah but I think, I think they knew. Um, yeah, I think the game was already delayed, and I think that what Sony did is, first of all, the game did suffer from technical challenges, right? And we've seen the same thing happen to uh, Cyberpunk, right, which still went on to sell really well. But I just don't think it had a broad enough appeal by the time by the time by the time the game came to its conclusion, right? So I think that is a massive factor. And then secondly, I think the game was delayed, and thirdly, I think that they Sony made the mistake of hedging all their marketing funds towards a game which was releasing six months later, which was supposed to be their 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 golden title for that year, which was um, goodness, mate, Kojima's um, walking simulator. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Yeah. Death Stranding. Um, I mean, but Paul, I mean, look, I mean, I, I straddle between all game consoles, but uh, it'd be interesting to get your perspective, you know, as someone who, who you know, is kind of sometimes, not in a disrespect, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way, but sometimes it's somebody outside of the fishbowl looking inwards, right? Mm. 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 That's a uh, question, uh, Paul. Oh, that would go to me? Oh, crap. Oh, I think, I mean... I'll caught you with your pants down. I mean, which... I don't wear any pants, so it's not a problem. So... Whoa. Um, <laughs> that means something different to us Brits. <laughs> Ever. I know it does. I know it does. Ever. That, that's why I love saying that. Skid um, marks uh, in trousers. Well, I was going to speak to the other thing that was said where he goes, you know, if you, if you want a sequel, buy the game at full price. But that to me, that sounds like somebody who's butt hurt. I'm sorry, but it's yeah. like, you yeah. know, and it, it's well, like, it's not a nice like, comment at all. If I really like a game, I may buy it full price. But you know what? Especially after a year of COVID, a lot of people are not in a financial position to spend 60, yeah. 70, 85 bucks on a new game. Sorry, you know, but he came across like he was, he was talking down to everybody who dared not to, you know, <laughs> dude. If you want to turn off your fan base, that's a great way to do it. Yeah, I mean, I, I, think, yeah, I think there's two sides to it. I mean, once one, the game was, I think the game was launched well before a year before the pandemic itself. So, right. Um, and secondly, the fact is that I have to agree with Paul to a degree that there is an element of sour grapes there because if the game had come out, if it had been given more time, and I think Mr. Tushi's having played and I haven't played it, it did need another three months. But I don't know if Sony were confident of releasing it during the summer. And I think that that did have an impact on the sale of the game. I think it did have an impact on on Sony's decision not to greenlight the sequel. And I think it did demoralize the creative director and the game director after six years' worth of effort. And I can't blame him for reacting that way, Paul, because 
it does take a lot out no, of you. Uh, but no, but, uh, but I can't blame him for blaming the public. No, no, no. I think from a professional uh, from a professional <laughs> point of view, <laughs> nice. those sort of comments don't really you're effectively you're alienating the public that officially you know that supported you that bought it post sixty dollars at thirty or twenty or game right. PlayStation Plus or free and etc etc. Right, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> right. But but still, it's it's not it's not cool to go. You know what? If you want a sequel to this game, you should have bought it day one. You know, yeah, <laughs> dude. You know what I'm gonna read? If I was standing in front of you and you said that to me, you'd probably get my finger in your face. You oh, yeah, it's, like, it's like building yeah. a it's like building a bad hotel, right? And no guests yeah. to come and visit you, right? And it's like, well, it's not our fault you built a bad hotel, right? At the end of the yeah. day, in the middle of nowhere. So. Yeah. Thing is, it feels like it's yeah. pushing people to buy games early, but you buy games when you can, when you can afford it, it's right? Like, Everyone, yeah. not everybody can just buy a game. As you said, no one could just buy a game whenever they want. Plus, no. plus, even if everybody were to buy it day one, great, you've got the money coming in. But what if, what if the reviews are so-so? Or like, I mean, look at you know, Cyberpunk will probably get a sequel. But if you base it on what happened at launch, please, yeah, please, that please, that please, ain't please. gonna do shit. You know, <laughs> I want, because, I want a sequel and DLC. Right. <laughs> But you, I mean, sometimes it takes time yeah, for that, that, that fandom to build up, you know? Yeah. So day but, one or not, you kind of have to wait till the game's out there. Even Days Gone had a big fandom out there. There was, there was a lot of people that loved the game. Right. Yeah, they all say that it, it, it's a very underrated game. and it, it, it all comes down to the economics, right? That's how Sony or Microsoft right. or Nintendo will look at. The right. economics do not speak favorably in this particular game. And I do feel sorry for the developer on that hand, right? And all the people that put the effort in to make it great. But at the same time, Paul has a valid point. You can't come out and then alienate the very public that you want the support from. Right. Because next game he comes out with, people are going to go, wasn't that the guy who basically told us we had to buy it day one? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd buy it when it's on sale to piss him off. <laughs> Which means a lot of people are going to be tweeting him, I'm going to wait till it comes out on I Game think, Pass. A lot of people do, though. Sorry, it's like, stop. I think he was saying once, VJ, on a yeah. Yeah. No, I was just going to say something that removable sanity often reminds us of is the fact that, look, you don't know what sort of day he's had. You don't know if he is actually suffering from any sort of PTSD. So I want to give the guy a benefit of the doubt. If he makes a good game That's true. and it appeals to me, I'll go and buy it. You know, if I can afford to buy it at 60 or 70, I will do it. So I have to wait till it's 30. That's fine. If I have to wait till it's free, then that's fine also but you know i I'd, I'd like to give the guy the benefit of the doubt because he's not the first one and he won't be the last one that has suffered uh, from from a long you know a long arduous task which let's be honest six years it took right right my response to that would be if it was just because he was having a bad day or he then he needs to come out and say look i apologize for my comments yeah. they they, yeah. they came across like shit you know <laughs> Yeah. Um, I, I would like to say people who have done interviews before please be aware that that interview probably started probably a good hour and a half after a conversation so you don't know if the interviewer prompted him, praised him, preemed him riled him up previously uh I'm not I saying it happened. I, I have seen it. I have seen it happen where people will you have start. You don't always get the right. Walk in, 
have an interview. Sometimes you'll get people right. sitting down, have things, and it's not. I've seen it happen. I've seen people go through, and in the way, let's face it, this has caught the attention for the wrong reasons. Yeah, and that's what it's wanted. How do you get if you wind someone up and you know you're going to publish something? That's going to get you publicity. Right. Now, I'm not saying the interviewer has done it. I am just, I'm just saying it has happened previously where interviewers wind up, tease, you know, get the interviewee a little bit heckled so that when it happens for the interviewee, they sometimes say things they don't always mean yeah. um, uh, because it goes well for ratings. And let's face it, it has. It's definitely got people talking. Um as, as, as VJ says, we also don't know if he's having a bit of stress, but as, as Reeb was kept perfectly pointed out, if that is the case, there really shouldn't be any reason why he can't come out and say, look, it was a heated moment. I don't actually mean this. Or, in, you know, you don't, you know, the interviewer wound me up a little bit. Um, I don't think they'd say that well, anyway. Think, because of, think, uh, Maybe um, also, go on, sorry. sorry. I was no, going to say, thinking, it may be, yeah, after you, VJ. I was just going to say, and it might, it might lend to your point, um, Animated Evil, is that the studio did subsequently come out and um, didn't apologise, but they expressed a huge amount of gratitude for the people that supported the studio and the game, which may be, uh, in, in effect, trying to protect the integrity of the studio and perhaps the sequel. I, I don't know, but I thought that might be some, a pertinent point that might lend to the conversation we're having. Yeah, no, I was gonna. He, I, I was gonna say that, um, they, they pulled. A... Go on, go on, animated. I was just gonna say when they announced that they weren't gonna do it, there was so much shit on um, social media. You don't know. He may have had three weeks of DMs about it, just calling him all sorts of names and things like that. Exactly. And the guy might have just have had enough. I mean, we're all human at the end of the day. And you can only take so much. It might have just been a, I've had enough of this bullshit question. But but as somebody who's been in the public eye, you yeah. have to you have to curb that. You have to realize well. that, especially when you're in an interview. Everything you say is going to be ripped apart. You know. <laughs> but actually, Paul, Absolutely. to your point, but to your there to your point. But isn't it possibly telling? And I'm just reaching here. Um, is the fact that what he said is quite telling in the fact that. He's, a, he's kind of admitting the fact that the game didn't do well, and that's why it didn't right. get the sequel. Yeah. So, you know, and then what I see is people laying the blame at Sony's door. Why haven't you greenlit it? What is going on? Get Jim Ryan out. It's just like, come right. on, you know, well, this, is, he, this is real he, life. He could have made that point without saying, if you want a sequel, you've got to buy it full price, <laughs> you know? you know. I think, what, I think <laughs> like what, what Animoto was saying, it, it could have been true. He could have been getting that shit for weeks. And oh, it I'm could sure have been I... a game that he's poured his heart and his soul into. Exactly. It's a place yeah. of passion. And he just yeah. got annoyed with it. And that was it. You know, but you are right. You should have said, you know, I apologize for that. But he could come out and say it eventually, you know, but. Uh, yeah. You know, so just imagine, um, yeah. like you just said, yeah. you, you've just made like the best game you've ever made. It's absolutely amazing. You know, people love the game. But then your boss at Sony says, no, you're not building this game anymore. You're building this instead. Like I said, um, he's probably he's put his heart and soul into that game. He's probably yeah. well, well pissed off. I, I, I will t I'll say this, Mr. Tushi, on his behalf. The guy was really honest and really candid, and he said, you know what, yeah. there was time during the development period I was screaming, get me out of here. I don't want to you know, pretty much do this anymore. 
you know, and, and he, he was honest about that. And I, and I can't knock the guy for that because I keep saying right. that six years of giving your life to any kind of creative endeavor is incredibly difficult. I've, and the reason why I can say that with hand on heart, because I've been privy to it for over 25 years and I've seen really talented people that have never actually made it right. That should have done, but it's just, it's not just enough to be creative, artistic, talented, you know, uh, being able to write documents, being able to write code, being able to draw, being able to 3D model. There's there's a mentality to it as well. And, and unfortunately, a lot of people don't have that strength in depth. They may start out, you know, with all the hubris and, and all the, all the, how can I put the energy to pursue something, but you know, yeah. just just look at just if you want to look at it in some other instance, just look at it's how many people try to, how many people try to try climb Mount Everest, right? And how many people actually make it, right? Um, and, and you've got to take that into consideration because there's a huge human element to it, right? Well, it's like filmmakers go through the same thing. They pour their heart and soul into a film. They think it's going to be great. And it, and it tanks, you know, and and it gets the golden Razzie for the year, you know. Is this breaking news from the indie game? Or is he winding me up? Silk Song News at E3 from Nintendo. Book it in. No. Don't let my heart flutter, indie game. No, he's saying, he's, <laughs> yeah. No, I think, he, I think he's just saying, you know, I won't be podcasting that week, Mr. Fubs, unless we saw, unless every single topic is still sung. Well, yeah, we'll have to get indie game on that week, you know, when silk songs yeah. announced and thrown off. A little tease will be enough for you, for you lot. It'll be a, a, a nice change from gears. So. Yeah. <laughs> I look at it as way. Anytime you do, anytime I don't, you I don't, do. I'll be honest, at this point, I've actually fed up with, with playing. I've not played the game in weeks, you know. I want. No, he's gone down that I hate like room. Halo. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't say that. Yes, did we? You didn't turn up. I was. I was talking of playing games, um, Stubbs, and I was. I was chatting to Mr. Tushi. I mean, I mean, I'm a grown man. I was playing Resident Evil Seven, and believe me, the amount of times I was about to click, you know, adult diaper button uh, to pre-order. <laughs> you shit yourself, didn't you? Yeah, I mean. <laughs> It's, it's an incredibly designed game, but it still creeps me out. I still have nightmares and hates around the corner. Oh, my goodness. Stubbs, pin that comment. Yeah. Infinite. <laughs> 25. Oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. 25 watching, only 14 likes. Let's hit the like button, peeps, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks for stopping by Indie Gamer. And you see the Assassin Looper inside as well. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a dislike. Yes, it's, it's been a good, good chat so far. Yep. Yeah, uh, probably well, again. You know, but uh, what I was going to say was I was going to say. We you all know, covered... make, let me just say yep. real quick that make, making games is like anything else that you're making entertainment, be it movies or music. You're going to get criticized one way or the other. Yeah, and that's got to be something you have to be, you know, ready it's and willing of, to take. It's, yeah, it's, it's part, part of the. the it's, yeah, it's part of the gig. You know. it's I thought I'd throw in a, a golf reference there for you, but never mind. <laughs> you know, and and not everybody's going to like no, you what you right do, and sometimes yeah. what you think is awesome, the general public thinks is utter crap. I mean, yeah. sorry, that's just you know. Yeah, that's the eye of love for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Resident Evil Four, do you know it'd be a good stream for Animated Evil? <laughs> uh, Resident I, I Evil Four in VR. 
but we can't get him to do it. We can't get him to do it, though. Yes, I, can be persu- I can be persuaded. I'll be honest, as, as scared as I was with um, Outlast, I actually enjoyed doing it. Um, <laughs> once I've got time, I will. I am going to go back to that and go live again with it. It's just, it's been a whirlwind couple of weeks with work yep. and all sorts of things, and it's just, I'm finding it hard to dedicate my time to gaming right now, which is mm-hmm. horrible to say, horrible. Mm-hmm. I know that feeling. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Sandy's <laughs> in the same boat. And, and, and wait, wait. sometimes real life takes over, and you just got to think what's more important gaming. Sleep. Oh, that's true. <laughs> gaming, gaming is, yes. Well, I don't have a real life, so it's not an option for me. So it, so far, anyway, oh. so. we're not hey. real. Woo! No, oh, yeah. my, my imaginary internet, <laughs> and my imaginary internet friends, and I must be on some heavy drugs because you guys are weird. <laughs> no, we're just we're just British. <laughs> yeah. and, and, uh, I, would, I was just going to say, you know, in terms of the royalties and everything we were talking about, it's interesting that even though the project wasn't green lit, that these guys left what near on twelve months or fifteen months after the game was um, released, and that's because that's because they're waiting for their you know royalty checks to come through as well. I'm just surmising here but i think i think as i say the, the truth is never pure and never simple right yep. there's so many facets to it right that we could carry on discussing but anyway i'm sure Stubbs yep. has either gone to sleep or has another yeah. topic for us isn't it also though part of it is the reason that the, the company stays fluid after the game is released is to deal with bugs and issues that may come up for a while absolutely yeah bugs and issues never never have we ever had a game with bugs and issues <laughs> after release that's what right. world you, you know, live in? Right. It's like all them people <laughs> yeah. that it's all like all them people that moaned about uh, outriders being broken and stuff, and then <laughs> it's just, uh, not all of them, but some of them will go out and buy Call of Duty every year, massive yeah. file size, game broken, and they won't moan about it. It's accepted, you know. No, no such thing. It is. <laughs> like the other day when they one of the yes, I forgot the thing PC Mag that yeah. posted, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a CO, uh, Call of Duty has a 25 gig patch, which for them is small. I'm like, yep, sad but true. <laughs> it's true, but uh, sadly, yep. there is technology out there to half the file sizes, and they don't seem yep. to be interested in doing anything like that. There is tech, there is the tech yeah. out there to yeah. half all the file sizes, but they don't seem to do it. Heck, most well, of the other games do that, it. Maybe, uh, maybe it costs them a few pence more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Speaking of file sizes, um, I noticed uh, today exactly. that second second extension is only nine gig. Wow! Wow, that's impressive. That's impressive. Yeah, that time. gets you to the top is screen. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that before it says you can start now? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, that gets you to a start <laughs> screen, and then you get to, you get to the lobby, and then you have to wait for the two hundred gig later. That, oh, that'll move you forward. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's just goes, uh, or something. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And you get into the title screen, it goes, da dum, 50 gig update. Yeah. That's what Warzone used to do. Exactly. Welcome, Max. Thanks for stopping by. Right. So, CD Projekt Red's 2020 saw record revenue and profit despite the woes of Cyberpunk 2077. The company. Store record highs. Now, here's one for you. 
Will Cyberpunk 2077 have a redemption story? Will it return? Will it? And when will it return to the PlayStation Store? And will it be like what? What is in my belief? The question is, and will it sell like GTA Five? Uh, will for years? I don't mean as long as that. I mean over the period. But I believe that once they actually fix every bug and they nail the next gen version, you know, graphically, and it's good. I do think that Cyberpunk will have a redemption story in it. I think it will sell for years that game. And they will release DLC. And is it, that's my belief. I, I could be wrong, but I, well, I do think... DLC wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Fix all the bugs yeah. and get it working correctly and get the next gen up. So we are talking about 2077 here. In 2077. No. Yeah. Okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I figure they'll. it'll probably take them a year or two before they get everything up and running where they want it. But yeah, I can see them redeeming I think themselves. In the, in the end, it will. Yeah. A lot of people can't, but I really think cause they have said I don't know where they have said that's going to be their eff- effort to because I don't know if it directly came from the studio. I've seen something I can't remember where it was posted that their aim is to get the game running perfectly and the next gen version everything so it's fine because they want to be selling the game for quite a few years. Same as Witcher, really. People still buy it to this day. They are, yeah. You know, they, they will redeem themselves in the end. This week, I've spent about 20 hours on Cyberpunk. Um, I've really got back into it again. And I've had literally no issues at all since I've been back on it. I've had, I've had, I've only had one, one glitch in the it, whole maybe. 45 hours on it. Or 50 hours I've done well, around there. Because I mentioned it before. Though, to also, to, to well, anyone who has completed it, do you, would the same people go back and replay the game with the whole next gen patch? You know, 100%. I think I think a lot of people might. I don't know if everyone, everyone will. Well, you've, got, remember, you've got you've got three. Is it three or four starting arcs? You've got you know you you, you there are. I don't think many people. I mean, again, I'm surmising here. Is you have a starting. You got is it three different starting zones? So you got either yeah. the outsiders, the the rough kid, and the corporate. Um, oh yeah, I, I suspect. About that. Yeah. I suspect most people, have, if they have completed, they've done one of those three origin stories. And if they've got it on the next gen, they're probably waiting for the next gen so they can then go through and do the other origin stories and see what happens and see what doesn't. Um, also remember they are there is going to be dlc they've they have announced they will do dlc what has surprised me though is they have announced a pause on multiplayer yeah i've seen that yeah because they want to yeah well, i don't blame them yeah because... fo- well no it's a, it's, a good, f- it's, a, it's a it's a good idea um but it does it does tell and get everything yeah it tells me their ethos is let's and i think to be honest with you they're more worried now about the next gen update than anything else. I think they're if they get that wrong, the backlash. I think they feel it will be really too much for them to handle, um, and I think they are not taking the risk at this time. Um, and again, this is just me summarising. They're going to really try and make sure that up that latest next gen upgrade is the bee's knees 
because you can imagine. Yeah, they're going to test the crap out of that. You're going to, you're going to pay people to test it, and you know yeah, they're going to really make sure that it's fine piece of work. <laughs> yeah, or they, near they, us. They've, yeah. they've been burnt now. There'll be idiots to not get that almost nigh perfect. I know perfect is you know everyone's going to have some sort of issues, but yeah. they they get that wrong. It's going to be. I think that'll be a, that'll be too much for them. So I think that's where their focus there is on. Their focus is on making sure they can do as much as they can for the last gen, and currently really pushing hard to make sure they really hit home on the next gen. Um, and then they'll talk they'll about move pressure. On to talk about pressure. They've got to be. Oh yeah, it's, it's their own fault. It's, a massive it's pressure. their own fault. Um, but yep. oh yeah, yeah who's I, boss's I fault? Think... Not the devs. Not the devs. No, 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 I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think to be honest, with you now, I think yeah. after after what they've seen and what the, the backlash they got out of it, it is. I don't think they're willing to take the risk. And my gut feeling is, and this I, is just I, my I opinion, felt for them. I think they really? will delay it. I think yeah. there's going to be a delay. For the next gen patch, I think there's going to be. Uh, a, uh, yeah, going to be I would actually agree with that because you got to think though. You, 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 a lot of developers will take pride in their work and what they work on. You got to think because I bet they felt like crap thinking, "Oh, a well, boss is going to going to release it anyway, and we're going to get a load of crap online." Because the devs knew the devs said this game isn't ready, and I bet they thought great. Now my Twitter's going to blow up now with death threats and all sorts of crap, you know, <laughs> because it well, happens to death. I, like, it's, yeah. It shouldn't happen. But it's like... I do follow one of the actual it. devs themselves. The devs, the um, dev, you know. I, yeah. I, I follow one of the devs themselves and he's he doesn't it's he's got he's, he's he's careful about how he's what he's putting his twitter bio now <laughs> i think he learned a lesson you know yeah. uh, saying that he was you know part and parcel of the team that helped to develop the cyberpunk 277 but he does regularly say you know he consistently keeps saying we are working on that our, our butts off to get this done we are working to try and make this the best game it is we are still proud of it but we are working hard and i think you know um so at least from what I can see from his personal account, again, this is just his personal one account. That's one out of many. I do believe they are working really hard to try and get this to be the best they can do. Again, it's the pressure. I think this pressure is going to be the one that's going to tell the time. They've got so much on their shoulders. It's I wouldn't like being in that position. That's for sure. Did you see the size of the patch notes? It's about bloody five pages long. That those patch notes, weren't they? For the um, not the last update, it was the one before. Because there was a twenty-three yep. gig update. Was it last week? Was it? Yep. But then uh, before 40, the one before that, it? was it? Yeah, the, the 40, 40 gig one was like that about five pages long of um, mm. the patch yeah. notes for all the repairs and stuff. But um, I, I, yeah, I, I've got it on the Series X and on PC. And it runs brilliant on both of mine at the moment. So, I'm really happy have it on the, the 2013 one yep. console, though. But, Be, because know. of the pressure they're under, that's the reason. You know, a lot of people on Twitter, they'll go as far as they'll say they're a developer, but they won't ever say what they're working on. Not because of the NBA yeah. or whatever, right. but it's because exactly. they don't want to put up with the crap. You know, they don't want to. Well, you know. Yeah, yeah with, with the death threats, with the yeah. attacks. Keyboard it warriors. Sim- yeah. It's simply not worth your time yeah. uh, to put. 
who you really are out there. Unfortunately, yeah. it isn't. Yeah, I'm not sure I could cope with the message every hour saying, when's the game out? When's the game out? When's the game out? And that's been polite. That's interesting. That's just me. Well, that, yeah. that, that topic come up on the uh, Indie Games podcast last Saturday, and it wasn't one that was planned. It was one they just got on to. And apparently a lot of indie developers are pushed a lot of uh, games that come out. They A lot of people harass them on Twitter and DM them and email them. Mm-hmm. About mm-hmm. the fact, that yeah. release it, release it, release it, release yep. it, mm-hmm. and the pressure is a yeah. lot, and yeah. it's wrong because you should wait for a game to be ready because that is the true vision of of the developer and the game they want. But it's not right saying release, and then a lot of time they release it and it ain't ready. Well, you should never mm-hmm. give in to pressure, but it must be really difficult though because I mean, Cyberpunk's CDPR is a big company. Whereas a lot of indie devs are, are, are little and okay, people can be excited, but they shouldn't go to the lengths people do because I can't remember what studio it was, Indie, we were talking about. And he, he basically, what he does is it's a game that people are after. Like, indie might be able to know the game I was on about. It's uh, He gets harassed on Twitter, but he goes radio silent and it enrages mm-hmm. him because he just mm-hmm. goes off Twitter. He doesn't answer emails to anyone. He disappears until he drops his next little video of the game. And he does it again. He disappears again. And it makes people worse and worse. But <laughs> people shouldn't be like that. They should wait for the product to be... It's like you wouldn't... Like if someone was making a TV... Release that TV! Come on! Come yeah. on! You know, or release this 12K TV. Come on! You know, or some crap or, like that. You, you should wait for the game to and if you order the bacon sandwich, you know exactly. the spitting it if you push them. <laughs> the, the problem well, with that, um, on, on social it, media, I'll just, I'll just give you some raw, I'll give you some raw bacon, I'll just chuck it in the roll. There you go. Mm-hmm. I ain't even talked to them, you know. <laughs> the problem with that on social media and stuff is, um, the fact that all they always tune it, you're on my indie. Ah, okay. Is tuning is that is that the one that's got the graphics like uh, the tourist? That might be the one Indy's on about. It's tuning then. It's in the comments, the release date, except oh, so it's tunic is getting <clears> crap. <throat> yeah, you know, you should just wait for it to be Animated. finished. Sorry, uh, animated. Carry on. It's Sorry. all right. It's all right. What I was gonna, what I was going to say was the problem with um, the social media aspect of it. All the all people say. I was going to say all we see, but I stand above that kind of thing. All people see in his account. And they don't realise there's actual human beings behind that account reading what you're putting. <laughs> it's not a PR person. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not just yeah. a, a robotic. It's an actual person sat there thinking, "Shit, you get enough hit, you'll 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 doubt yourself no matter who you are." And that's that's the problem. That's so that's exactly. that's where these keyboard warriors yeah. get off. They don't care because it's oh, it's just it's just a, it's just an account. Who cares? But to the person that's receiving these things, oh. I can imagine it's absolutely horrible. Oh yeah, could you try to you try to take not personally, but after a while it becomes a little bit heavy, you know. It does. It will. It will do. It's like uh, indie. There's tons of developers that get attacked from small to big indie 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 devs to to big studios. It's uh, I can imagine. It's not right because like a lot of I won't bring it. A while ago, the the one of the community managers from Gears left. 
But that was after a long while of people giving him shit and all sorts, you know. One of the community managers. It's not his fault. His job is to collect data from people, what they've said, and translate it to the developers. It's not his job to go and fix the game and say, oh, well, I'll fix it. You know, right. yep. the community yep. managers literally to take these days to take crap off people as well. You know, no, it's, it's, it's wrong. It is. It is wrong. It is. Uh, back to the start of the question. I was going to ask a question for V. Sorry. That's it. That's uh, it. We'll get back on top of it. <laughs> back on top uh, of it. Just go on. You mentioned about uh, you've been play, playing through this again. I just want to ask VJ because VJ's completed the game. Uh, I haven't yet. I've literally I've just gone to the part where you get no, the part for no return when you go to that club. So I'm literally right at the end. But oh no, that's VJ. Is, is he looking forward to starting it again? Um, I think. Um, can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 I think um yeah I think yeah. I think I think for me the answer is yes but there were some interesting points raised and I was just making some quick notes look from from my time in Poland um just I wanted to sort of dovetail into the to the topic about uh, pressure and so on and so forth. I can tell you that the Polish are a, a resilient and passionate people um mm-hmm. and it's true that they you know they have a talented studio full of experience from all over eastern and western europe and and, and obviously some from America. But again, let me cement my comment um, by stating the fact that they were prepared to go to war with Russia uh, with troops aligned and ready at the border earlier in this dec- earlier in the last decade <laughs> while I was there. So that just gives you a, you know, a, a small insight to what the people in Poland are, are about, right? They, they don't back down and uh, trust me, threats don't necessarily you know work on a country that was subjugated to communism for 50 years in in, in uh, and only came out of it in 1990 so yeah. and i think and i think it and i think this is an interesting topic because it kind of sort of backs into almost exactly what we were discussing in relation to today's goal and it was interesting to see that both days gone and cyberpunk have a review score on metacritic metacritic of 71 albeit cyberpunk has about 10,000 more reviews but but I think then then it sort of sort of dawned on me why has Cyberpunk done so well? They both had similar development schedules and trajectories and issues and technical issues as well, right? Which we've kind of talked about in the in the previous topic. What in my opinion gives Cyberpunk a game, as Mr. Tushi says, I have completed and I really enjoyed. And I think I even um said to Removable Sanity, I can't wait to revisit the game once the next gen patch is out. But I wanted to actually go back into it even before then. Um mm-hmm. but Cyberpunk <clears throat> I think it's got the edge, and it's had success. It's and given sorry, given that the success it's have had already so far, relatively speaking, right, um, is the fact it captured again. You know, it had that magical spark in imagination ever since the genesis of the project, which I, which I talk about a lot on on several different podcasts. And was it 2018 when that E3 trailer came out in June, something like that? And it, mm-hmm. it's like got over 21 million views, and it's and that's just on the Cyberpunk channel alone, and. And it did exactly what I needed to at the time, and uh, and that's what I'm always looking at: like what is going to make that, that particular project successful. We also have to take into account the reputation of the studio, coupled with the ambition, the finance, and the, you know, and the and the creativity within it, right? Um, you know, and the and previous it, creator who made it, yeah, it, exactly. That came along with that. Yeah, exactly, and and the fact that it was now a public corporation, you know, and we will come to know that is CDPR. Unlike Days Gone. 
the idea and the timing, which is also, I think someone in the chat uh, might have been infinite, you know, mentioned luck. Uh, uh, yeah, I agree that the idea that you conceive and the timing of when you present it and for cyberpunk, when it uh, when it did so, right, I think it was early as 2013, it, it, it was either an ominous sign or an auspicious or an auspicious moment, right? I can't remember. I can't get those two words mixed up. But anyway, I've said them both. And, and CDPR were able... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're able to capture, I think, the imagination of uh, or ride the ride the wave of its popularity and galvanize the or assemble or bring together 30 million Witcher 3. I mean, I don't know if that number is correct or has grown since the last time I checked it. And what it managed to garner was the unwavering support uh, from a said set of fans and its shareholders because both go hand in hand um, because they always needed the funding to produce it. And um, let's be honest. Um, every time it was shown, I mean, I hope I'm, I don't mean to be speaking for everybody. So I'm talking about the Royal We here. We all put into the vision and the promise, regardless of the game it was going to be, and irrespective of what anyone had to say about it, right? I mean, I saw just a comment from Miss Looper um, in the chat. She's saying, look, you know what? I'll play the games that I want to play, and no one can make me play a game that I don't want to play or enjoy. And then she kind of, in, in a jest, but she, she's right, right? It's difficult to shake allegiances sometimes, right? Regardless, in the, in the, even in the face of adversity. But I think what these creators in CDPR, what they were really capable of is clearly illustrating uh, and communicating and nail the project that they wanted to produce, right? And with CDPR, you have a rare combination uh, or, or a balance, if I could put it that way, uh, of ambition, creativity, and big business expertise. Even though, you know, I'll caveat the fact that it's coming to disrepute or even into question in, in recent times, right? And only, I'm trying to think now, only Blizzard and Bioware, perhaps in modern times, before Activision and EA came along, come to mind that perhaps had a similar structure to them. But CDPR, in terms of size, in terms of sheer size that they have, break the mold or status quo of what a gaming company looks like. And I think that was the biggest thing that a lot of fans were gravitating to, consciously, subconsciously. I don't know. that. That's, that's, I don't have the metrics on that at all. But that, that's my feeling on it. But most of the others... Uh, studios are now controlled by business managers and non-creative producers and perhaps the exceptions to that are and you know we quite often say is Nintendo and to a degree perhaps Sony and to a further degree the teams that eventually earn the trust time and budget at certain publishers and I guess the two that come to mind are perhaps Respawn and Rockstar perhaps there's others as well but there's the ones that come to my mind right now and the, the sales of Cyberpunk to date perhaps prove that consumers will buy promise and retain law to a degree and even remain steadfast in what they adopt or something, especially if something I think that is important to them, regardless of criticism. And I, th I think that's a good thing, right, to a degree, right? Um, if, um, as, as your question is kind of poignantly poised, if I can say it like that, is to can they deliver on, on the promise, right, of what they want to do and how they want to do it. And they are, again, riding on the fact that some of the DLC, and I'm not that familiar with The Witcher 3, I enjoyed it, but not enough to complete it. But, you know, people speak so highly of the DLC that concurrently followed the, followed the original game. And even if, if you look at the scandals that have allegedly transpired, transpired, I think the word is, and plagued CDPR, it as yet... Um, didn't completely, I guess, didn't completely adverse, adversely affect the company as far as we know, right? Running from the outside looking in, right? And people forget 
in my opinion, generally, you know, the troubles that are plaguing CDPR behind the scenes as of today, because everybody right now is just wants the game to be fixed, wants the game to be updated, but there are other issues there. And on the first, let's be honest, on the face of it, most people don't care. Most of us don't give a damn about the plight of others other than the moment, other than in the moment when they're asked the question in order to keep face or want to be seen in tandem with political, correct, political correctness within a group or fellowship or whatever, right? I mean, that's the fact of the matter. I'm not going to sugarcoat it for anyone here uh as paul wouldn't forgive me for it but but perhaps cdpr have put some of those alleged issues to bed like you say take some of the pressure off if there is some there right so the team can focus and they know what they're aiming towards and i talked about this right at the beginning in terms of days gone right how teams are put together how they're galvanized and how they're shepherded throughout a development um, development of the lifespan of a develop, given development right or, of, or a specific game but but I think, again, you know, I think some of the comments that I've heard, there is a kind of a blot or a question mark that remains right on the on the previously pristine reputation of CDPR. And the fact of the matter is that gamers, more so than anything else, um, the reason why I think they gravitate to CDPR and give them that leeway is because most of us play games because we want our imaginations in, engaged and we yearn for creativity. I mean, I enjoyed Cyberpunk, but having said that, I have to put hand on heart you know, and without emotion and say, look, creatively and technically it left a lot to be desired in certain parts, right? But within, but with hindsight, it was an experience that I really wanted to have or was fortunate enough to have because I could afford to buy the game and I didn't let the opportunity escape me, right? Because I'm not always the biggest fan of FPS games but or, or first-person perspectives. And then here I am talking about Resident Evil 7 to high praise. But <laughs> whether you love or disapprove of a game, it's by it's far... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's me um, being sponsored by them. <laughs> so whether you, you love or disapprove of Cyberpunk, it's by far for me one of the most creative and, and ambitious games out there. And that's why it's so important to the games industry. And I'm seeing some of these other games coming up, and you guys might be familiar with them, but I'm, I don't know when and why. I have to check the timing and the date, but I'm sure that the games like The Ascent and uh, perhaps even Stray, and I'm sure the indie gamer can throw a ton more games in the chat, that have been inspired by cyberpunk. But the question should be, does cyberpunk and by extension or default, does CDPR deserve a re and the team deserve a redemption story? And I guess the answer is, who are we to judge, right? CDPR will want to redeem some of its reputation from a technical perspective, the timing of the next gen patch, all the fixes, uh, associated free DLC that is rumored to or allegedly or has been confirmed uh, is all critical, right? Um, and from a creative and development perspective, and probably the most important one, it comes down to galvanizing the team that took a few hits, right? Especially with the death threats and so on and so forth that you're talking about, right? So do the staff, right, the team that are actually working on every bit of code, every bit of art and, and QA and all that sort of good stuff, right? Are they pouring in positive energy to make the game or want it to earn a redemption story? And I think that's who it comes down to at the end of the day. Are the leaders able to get that same team on the same page and are they able to inspire each individual to want to look back and and say put hand on heart right and then and and say that they did everything they could to make a good launch game for their fans relatively speaking into a game that which as you say mr stubbs right from a pop culture perspective right it's big right and if and if not 
is going to form a part of, of the gaming industry, whether it will grace its um, marble halls, I, I don't know, right? But yeah, you're right. Yeah, it, it wants to sell. It wants to try and be that game that sells for a decade, which I think The Witcher 3 is coming pretty much close up to a decade since it was released, yep. maybe another couple yeah. of years. And, and I think I think that's I the yeah. that's the ambition that they had for Cyberpunk. So i so Mr. Mr. Tushi said I'd love to see a sequel. I don't know when we'll see it, but I'm sure we'll see a lot more down in the roadmap. And in closing, all of that's fine, right? And you've got to be professional, right, in terms of the studio and the people, regardless of your individual feelings towards the company. It's doable, but it's going to be up to the management, but it's not easy at the same time. And I'm sure, um, uh, what do you call it, removable sanity will probably have a point to make there, right, given in the job that he does, and perhaps Animated Evil as well. I think that the creation, the vision, the development, the publishing, and the reception of cyberpunk has so many facets to it. It's a really difficult one to sort of tear apart, look at the pieces, and dissect it, and then judge it. I think it's a hard one. However, I think it's a really good case in point. And um, for me, for sure, I mean, I love the game, but that's not only that's not the only reason why I'm going to continue to sort of observe and see how the trans how the story of CDPR and this game transpired. Because I think. Longer term, we're going to see these sort of issues again, and I think we can definitely learn and glean a lot, a lot from this. Uh, to answer your question, VJ, in, in the essence, is 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 will gamers, uh, in essence, give them a chance? As I think gamers are, I'm going to be a bit facetious here, fickle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> fool us once, shame on you. Fool us twice, shame on us. I think it all comes down um, to over. I think you it all can comes have down to a. Yeah, well, you can have a great game. Uh, mm -hmm. You have a great reputation, but and this is where we we kind of and again, this is just my surmise. With with uh, CD Projekt Red, they are speak they are seen at this current stage to be transparent and at least somewhat honest in how they're moving forward. Yeah. Um, but regardless, I think if they fail or they make an issue again. I think you're going to see a more hardline stance, and that's not. No, no, I, 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 I agree with your removal. I think the issue is really, really simple, right? They overpromised, underdelivered, and what they need to do this time is over underpromise and overdeliver. And I think yeah. that that will go a long way to remedy the situation. And if they can't figure that out within the amongst their management team, then they deserve everything that's coming to them. Hey, hey, do you know what? Do you know what the uh, subpoint needs? Uh, once sorry? all the pub, once all the problems are resolved, it just needs the hive buster treatment. That's what it needs. The what? It's been blown away by loads of DLCs on that game. Bingo, some online. Which is which is what they're well known for. Let's face it, their yeah. DLCs are large, rather large, free. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, let's face it. We all know CBTD Project Reg normally goes well above and beyond providing free stuff. Yeah. There is paid DLC, but they do go along above and beyond in terms of free stuff. So the question is what we can do. Sorry, just one more point. Just one more point. I said to Stubbs, and I think I said it on this show, I said, you know, when that game was coming out, I said, look, I love it. I love everything about it. I think it, it, it connects so many gamers on so many levels. It's such an opportunity. But I had my doubts, and I said it, um, that technically, on a technical level, this is a next-gen game. I'm really concerned about how this will run yep. on PS4 and, and Xbox One. Yep. The, the other yeah. part of this I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see is how other developers react. To, they, they saw what happened to CD Projekt Red when they, when they released the game when it clearly was not ready. So is this going to affect the other developers? The, yeah. 
Yeah, if this has the impact, oh, I, I spe- it's a shock. It's a shock. Let's face it. I reckon that was a big wake-up call for any yeah. next-gen game. You better get it right yeah. because and and I have a funny feeling that that's bite. why we're not. That's why. That's why we're not. That's why we're not seeing as many. We're going to release on this day. You know, it's uh, they're yeah, they're keeping <laughs> so their mouths. Let's, let's be fair. They're keeping their mouths shut. Yeah, let's be fair. Of all the companies, CD Projekt yeah. Red, Red has weathered it well. Not yeah. many companies could get yeah. that backlash <laughs> and still move forward. Yeah, I'm not saying they've done it perfect. I'm not saying they've done it great, but they've weathered it slightly. We yep. forget though. We forget though that Witcher Three didn't launch as good as we all remember it. No, um, Witcher Three had, had, it had, <laughs> it had real issues, yeah. and, I, and I'm I'm coming from being a massive, massive Witcher Three fan. Um, I bought the original. Don't know how many hours I put into that. I bought the Game of the Year edition. Put four hundred hour, four hundred hours into mm. that. Um, and I still got the DLC to finish as well. So yeah, um, I didn't get the, the reason I didn't get um, Cyberpunk was because I was on the original Xbox, the, the twenty thirteen version. Tushy showing off. Look, <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, you put me off. You put me off. Um, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it because uh, everyone was saying, "Don't get it if you've got the PS4. Don't get it if you've got the Xbox One uh, original." So as soon as I've, I'm told uh, that you know the next, I might as well wait for the next gen update. And I'm in next gen now, so I might as well wait for the update. I haven't played it. But how many more people, once it goes back to the PlayStation Store and it can play on the Xbox One X and the original Xbox, how many more people are going to buy that? I reckon that's their going to be their redemption story when they double their money there and then. Yeah, and I, I think they've got to double down on Cyberpunk because it's yeah. the only game they have right now. And let me be clear, right? And I'm, again, I'm talking about the Polish people here and what I know of them, right? and business in general. Capitalizing on past failure is an incredibly powerful place to come back from if you've got the stomach for it. And that is what I'm saying. I think that they have, if I was to put a bet on, which I'm not a betting man, uh, if I was going to bet, I'd use Paul's money um, and take the winnings <laughs> and, and that's great money. <laughs> but, but yeah, and I think that I think is, for me today, based on what we know is what the truth is. And that can change tomorrow. I'm not saying it's it's the be all and end all, but as I say, capitalizing on past failure is an exceptionally powerful place to come back from if you've got the stomach for it. Oh yeah, because they basically yeah. at this point there we have something to prove. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Thanks, Paul. Yep. <laughs> we should we should uh swing around um Tushi's gaff on a tandem together. <laughs> there you go. No, I've got to be up in four hours for work. <laughs> it stopped to sleep. I think you might. No, I'm still there, just enjoying the interesting chat between you all, bouncing off each other. Sorry, Stubbs, Sensei. No, it's been, it's been a really good chat tonight, it has. It's nice. <laughs> not time for it. It's nice yet. Yeah, you fraud. You were doing it last night. <laughs> yeah. No, no yeah. it's early for that. Yeah. You should at the end of the show. We both do it and see if you both sound like each other. <laughs> <laughs> Put it on. It's nice. <laughs> right, we're doing the next topic. Uh, I've, um, I think we're gonna have to. I think we're cutting. We can't. We can't get that much in the show. 
Do you really? Okay, it's a, it's a I'm going to go with three really topics do a week. Chat. Do you want to do chat questions? I was yes. going to say you can do that, or I can drop out, and you could probably finish the yeah. show in ten minutes. <laughs> no, 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 you couldn't. I reckon chat questions. Come on, get your get your questions in question there. Stop. Yeah, they'll, they'll, I'll let me post something in the chat. What's the next topic? <laughs> yeah. That would work. Oh, that uh, would work. I've changed Tushy's the thumbnail and, and the description anyway to take the bits out we haven't covered. Oh, yeah. I, I told you, I was, I was impressed the moment I said to you, I said, you are, uh, you have a lot of faith that we're going to get through those topics. <laughs> you barely got through the intro. Yeah, I know, yeah. I know. It's just like... It was a bit, was a bit silly, weren't it? Yeah. Obviously, your original, your original DM had like about 15 topics. It's like... Did you have you not learned from the previous? It's like, have you, oh, no. yeah. Yeah. Have you not met? Have you not met us? Have you not met us? What's the deal here? We push it at three. Well, we're pushing it. Really, mm. are pushing it at three. Well, we had to get Cerebral's uh, yeah, introduction in as well. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Took nine minutes. That did. Hey, oh, I bet you. I bet you liked it better <laughs> when I didn't have much to say. Oh, much nicer that way. Yeah. <laughs> Any questions in chat? Still no questions yet. I'll type something. We in. we haven't discussed as there's, as there's no questions forthcoming yet. We haven't discussed what we've been playing this week at all. Da, 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 so. da. Oh yes, yes, that's a good. That's topic. very good question. Well, he did say he's putting on the outro instead, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've got a question Who's for you. Yeah, if there's no questions coming, we can still. I've got a question for you, Stubbs. Let me. Can I just type? I'll type it in the chat. Be better, okay. wouldn't it? <laughs> do what do you mean? You type it in the chat. Be better. Three hours later. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be rude, isn't it? Come on. What, what are you gonna? What are you, what are you, what, you? You actually type in a question in chat, yeah? I've done it. Where's our Halo match happening? Yes. When is the Halo match this happening? Is, this is ve- yeah. This is this is very true. We need to know. You can't just do one sided. You have to do the other side as well. Come on. Oh look, Stubbs is now having <laughs> some sort of technical issue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's running to turn the internet off really quickly. Sorry, we had issues. We had to turn it off. Uh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> It means we can set it up for him, and he can't get out of it. No, that's, 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 that's an idea. That is an idea. Yeah. Halo. I've never heard of the game. What's Halo? <laughs> it's that. Um, it's that guy. We need to do it so you can. Well, that's what a lot of kids are now in it for. Is that guy from? Even my got a Fortnite. That guy from the, Fortnite. Um, yeah. A while ago. The, and that's what my son thinks it is. The guy's is that ro- it's that it's that green robot from Fortnite, isn't it, Master Chief? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So well, it could be worse. It could be a grandparents' game, Master Chef, where it's like fifty <laughs> nil or twenty or whatever to two stickers. I'm no good at Halo. Yeah, but you need a new picture for the one you keep putting. We will have to arrange that. Yeah, Andy's just put a question in there for you. Oh, sorry. 
When's Tushi finishing Hollow Knight? I That's the start it. actually. Downloads it <laughs> about a month ago, two months ago. Oh, you know, um, I said I was sticking to my plans of not buying any more games. I slowly bought one, you know. <laughs> did, did you say you stick your games down your pants? I, I misheard you there or something. I'm really <laughs> <laughs> because I'm overly hyped for Mass Effect, I decided yep. I'm not going to play no more games until that comes out. Yep. And so now I'm battling my uh, backlog at the moment. Fantastic. <laughs> we still have a backlog. Yeah, six or six. Yeah. I might get an invite to see if he's one day. Oh, please. I'd love that. <laughs> I, yeah. I've, still not, I've still not played it in um, next-gen loveliness, or this-gen loveliness. Mm. So, mm. I, yeah. That's because you've been too busy playing Outriders, isn't it, animated? <laughs> um, hey, well, do you know, I've not played it as much as some other people. Uh, once, once the issues were apparent, I just went, nah, not for me, I'll wait, thank you. Yeah, Jamie's put on so, 1v1 in any game. I'm level 21, I think, so I'm getting there, I believe. Good. So, getting through Outriders, getting through Outriders. I'm level 26, Ooh. slacker. Do you want to know how to make I'm not going to mention it in that case, what I am. <laughs> Do you want to know how to yeah. make VJ really jealous? Go on. Take <laughs> have, a drink, have a drink of lilt. Oh, no. Come on. That's below the belt. Total, it's, it's a totally tropical taste. <laughs> That's below the belt. <laughs> Talking about below the belt, did you see what he was doing before the pre show? Right, right, I don't. <laughs> This one, yeah, yeah, leave the cocktail wiener alone. To see that. Did not need to see that. There's no boundary that Mr. Tushy won't cross without a smile. Yeah, no kidding. Wow, <laughs> Indy, what's the question? Indy's got some questions there. Look. How would you like your steak? What game are you hoping for for the most at E3? Hollow Knight, uh, Silk Song, Forza Horizon Five. Animated. Um. As as is as has been the the same uh, answer for E3 for the last God knows how long. Splinter Cell, but it's never going to happen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's never really? going to happen. What's a realistic expectation? Animation? Um, I'm I'm a little bit with Tushy there with Forza Gears Horizon Bix. Five. Um, I'm I, I like my races. Uh, if Forza Horizon Five doesn't come, it means it's another two years out because I do believe Forza will be out next year. Um, other than that, I can't think of one off the top of my head really. Yeah. I'd like to see a surprise. I'd like to see a surprise and some okay. gameplay. If I if I can have that, if I can have that, I'll be happy. <laughs> Paul's thinking he Cerebral. Paul knows something. Yeah. Well, that test drive limited. Yeah, yeah, the insider of all of us. No, You've no insider. The only <laughs> game I'm really looking forward to, and I'm hoping they're going to give us a release date again. I'm going to say it again. 
is that stupid uh, uh, the Bethesda game that I can't that star whatever Starfield. That is. That's Starfield. The one, yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know everybody's saying nobody's seen anything about it. Why are you so excited? Because I can be. Because it's my choice. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dragon Wolf says Hellblade Two. Hopefully, see something for Starfield because so far, all all they've got us from all the fans have got from Bethesda is old games currently. Nothing new. Yeah, that's all they've got to offer currently. And like I've said before, part of it is because I trust Bethesda to put out a good single player campaign game. You know, they they have not failed me yet. You know, as Dragon Wolf said, imagine if they show Hellblade again. Imagine actual gameplay of it as well. That'd be nice. Uh, that, that's that's what I mean. That's all I. That's all I want from E3. Just gameplay of the games. Might we know show that are you coming. a little bit more, but I don't. Yeah, I think you'll see. Maybe you might see a little bit more, but I don't think you'll see a full release of that until Unreal Five's completely out. Um, will we see, that game. Will we, will we see Breath of the Wild? Ooh, that'd be nice. Yeah. I really enjoyed my time. Mm. Indie gamer. Indie gamer. Do you want me to, want me to read it what out? Is each of yours favourite indie game? Of well, all time. This chat knows. What remains of Edie Finch? <laughs> <laughs> Two. <laughs> There's mine. A Plague's Tale. Yeah, that'd be up there with me. That'd be up there for me. That was a good game. That was a good game. I I loved the um, the thought that put into it, like you know, when you shoot out the um, the torches so the lights go out so you can get the rats to kill the enemies and stuff. Mm-hmm. And the way that the story twisted it is brilliant. I loved it. I did. It's one of those games because it rarely happens, but it's one of those games that caught me. It was good. Oh, and one thing I love the, the 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 sound quality on the Plague's Tale, especially in headphones, was amazing. Added mm. to the freaky freaky. I mean, to have all those little mice running around. <laughs> There's a lot as well, but not on screen. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the, the the consoles pushed to its limits. All the stuff going on, it's crazy. Yeah, it had to. Of course, I played it. I had it on my PC, not on my my Xbox. So. Nice. See, Go did you out. finish? Did you finish Plague's Tale? Yeah, Tushy. I I never finished. I'm 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 a bit into it. Really loved it. Um, but uh, my other half refuses to do anything with rats, so I can't play it when she's around. It's like, oh, turn it off, turn it off. Oh, really? Come on, it's it's a picture on a screen. I don't like them, you know. I don't. So, um, recently played yeah. inside. Yeah, it's my um, job. Yes. My god, killing rats, getting rid of rats. <laughs> Some of the creative ways to deal with those rats is fun, too. You know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, recently played. I'm not, I've not played a lot of indie games. I've been trying to uh, sort of dip my toe in a little bit here and there. So I played Inside a couple of weeks ago, which I really loved. Thanks to the indie gamer for suggesting that. So right now, because I, because that's my recently played one, that, I think. Uh, it was so weird, but good. Well, so, so fair, you thought that is really inside. Yes. Yeah. 
That's yeah. a very good game, actually. That is, Loved yes. It. Have you tried Limbo? Oh, oh, wait, wait. Now he's being picky. Now he says Not Mike yet. Joe's a little Not big. Yet. He wants a smaller title. Now he's just Within's... being obnoxious. <laughs> Within solid, um, I couldn't think of a, a reason to, to score it lower than a 10. It was absolutely brilliant. And I thank uh, the yeah, Indian no, stuff to recommend to that game. Yep. Recommend yeah, it more like taking the mickey. Yeah, Indie, <laughs> to- in, in, indie Gamer yeah, told me to play it, and I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. And, of course, uh, my I next mean, foray into oh. Indie Games has to be Hollow Knight, because I've been told I have to play it. Yeah, so that's indie- my next foray. It's not a quick game to play. That's all right. It's not a quick game, that's not. Indie game is a place tiles a little big, something smaller. Yeah, it's uh, 70, 17 gigs small. <laughs> Terminator Resistance. <laughs> That's another one of mine. Could you class that as a small one? Oh, I really enjoyed the tourist as well. Played... Oh. Tourist was really good. Anybody play the tourist? Yeah, I think uh, Mr. Oh. VJ told me to play that and I really enjoyed that as well. Really good. All I can say is fuck Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have you both oh, played the the second the two endings of Inside? No. Only one. That's where you that's where you're going wrong. You need to play both of them. You need to go through and do the second ending. I know. You can, because you've completed it once, do the and go on YouTube and you have to get every achievement to do it. But because it's the game's, I'm not going to ruin anything. Because the game's open to interpretation, the second ending will really help you. Yep. Mm. Or could okay. mess your head up. <clears throat> Probably. Hey, to be fair, indie, I've told yeah. you a few times that I don't always realize what's an indie game and what's not. If I play the game and I enjoy it, it's awesome. I don't necessarily look at who published it and who made it seriously i you know i i've played indie games without realizing they're indie games until you've said I, something or, oh, that's i can indie actually yeah, shit. i can actually i can actually respect that yeah. so is indie accepting my my game as terminator resistance is that all right <laughs> come on removable I have kept exceptionally quiet for indie games because I have way too many in my head that I just adore. So <laughs> it, it is. That's the problem. I can't say one or the other because at the moment there is. Indie games for me, they hit so many different genres. They hit home in so many different ways. There's some that hit home mentally. There's some that hit home uh, emotionally. There is some that hit home enjoyment-wise. And and each one is different in some cases. I've got some that really hit home for me emotionally. You know, some that really hit home for me mentally. Um and it's hard to put a name to say well this is my top one or two or top three because to be honest mm. with you i don't think i could do it i think i think I, i'm struggling it's a question for me it's like a loaded gun like there's so many out there that i'm just enamored with and i'm looking forward to I, I, like 
I wish I was lucky as you guys who just said I could have, oh hollow night and just say that you know, no 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 I just, I mean, me though <laughs> I, I was I'm, res, I'm restraining myself from saying hollow night but what I would like to say and uh, I think Miss Looper I've seen her player and the indie gamer is that I wanted to give a shout out to Spiritfarer for um, achieving mm. over 500,000 sales which uh, I tweeted about it but it's just interesting that not many pay, people pay attention to those sorts of games but and it's not my favourite oh, game I'm actually field. playing that. There you go. I'm playing that currently. Uh, Spirit my, work, my work is done. And perhaps I'm, uh, playing that a I'm liking it. I've heard all awesome that stuff about Arctic nice, Traveler. Nice it is. I'm playing that at the moment, actually, up to Path Traveler. I'm about 15 hours in. And I'm what's your take on it? I, I think it's, it's really, really good. Um, the storytelling, the 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 music and the combat system, it's uh, it's 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 quite fantastic, and I like the way the visuals look, and I like the way the structure of the game. The story, it just depends on what type of storytelling you like, and that may have a bearing on how much you do or don't enjoy the game. That that's my honest assessment of the game so far. Fair enough. Can I class Cyberpunk as an indie game? Do no, you it's, like, not, it's not an independent it? developer. Well, I suppose, is it? Yes. I, I, guess, I guess it was before it went public. Well, this has come up in talks with indie. And I don't... It is actually independent, but because of their financials um, and what how many staff they employ, they, mm, they are... No, they're not... Indie doesn't agree they're an independent developer. There is a technical definition uh, of what is indie and what is And it's all to do with financial aspects. The small team, isn't it? I I, I don't know. This is a debate for another time, but I would say that before it went public in 2018, it was independent. So really, Cyberpunk, it depends, right, how much of the game was complete by the time it went public. If it was a third, was it two-thirds? So technically, Mr. Tushu, you are right. Perhaps if you are only enjoying the first two-thirds of it, that is an indie game, but the last third is perhaps... not an indie game is a public game. <laughs> yeah, when it was first announced, it was like was it two thousand fourteen or something? Thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah. Do you reckon they even thought, thought about the whole story? What it's going to be when they announced it? <laughs> well, that it was based on the original creator's uh, novel. Yeah. Um, Cyberpunk has been. Yeah, I, I can't think of his name now. I knew it off my heart, but he that the Cyberpunk. The cyberpunk genre has been around from since 1980, I think. Um, he created the actual cyberpunk world and the novels and expanded upon it. So when they approached uh, Mike Ponsworth, that's it, Mike Ponsworth. Uh, when they approached him, uh, it, cyberpunk was 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 really kicking off. I mean, it kind of hit pretty hard in the early 90s with anime. Um, so if you're an anime fan, you probably would have, you know picked up some aspects to it like maybe like um uh ghost in a shell um akira they had some sort of cyberpunk-esque aspects to it um but it probably is only really took off and i'd say in terms of mainstream probably coming around the 2000s but yeah but mike ponsmith created it i think it was around the 80s not 100 sure um so in a way it had a it has a reputation Already had a had a fan base and a reputation already there, um, and I 
think they what the, the spin they would bring onto it was that they were going to listen to the creator take as much heavily influenced as possible and trying to basically get take trying to realize his vision and that's why he was promoting the game heavily because he spent a lot of time trying to say well look, this is what they would do this is what you need to do here's the you know here's the background of of these types of tribes here's even the the verbal sounds we you know i want to hear from these certain particular tribes here's in the dialect uh he had a lot of uh, influence in um so really it was the the almost like the essence was already there for cpr project red to to move forward with they just had to realize it so that probably took a little bit of pressure off but not a lot because obviously they've got you know the creator of cyberpunk right next to them and they've got to make sure they do a good job i just i just wanted something to say to animated evil is um i know i can't have gave you a very short description of what i felt about octopath traveler the someone on twitter you probably know him archimedes a uh, box and bear and, i do uh, yeah he's tweeting a lot about his love for the game and the fact that he can also play it on the go etc etc yes, yeah so I'd, I'd take his opinion um over mine because he's obviously spent a lot more time with it but um the game does need it is an rpg it does require time and uh me wanting to get back to it after this podcast if that tells you anything then um, take it as you will fair enough it really does it, it does tell me a lot uh, about the yeah, podcast it, or about the game? No, about the about <laughs> the game. About the game, it really does. It, it, if you're looking forward to, you know, hanging up your headphones and putting a game on it, that speaks volumes. It really does. Yeah. There's a few games like that. I've already we've got in our minds. Who is who's who's going to be gaming after this? Me. Uh, me um, for probably um, an hour. Shoot, I'm gaming right now. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> I wish. I, I can multitask, baby. I'll probably fall asleep like normal because I've got work tomorrow. But anyway, it's been a it's been a very been a very fun show. We've had quite quite good numbers for for quite a lot of the show. Obviously, people enjoying the topics. They were quite quite packed and some very good opinions from the from the panel as always. It's a very good show. I'm going to keep it to three topics next week, not try and do eight. (laughs) Or seven. (laughs) Or whatever. But the thumbnail will be changed and the description and all that will be changed by the time this goes back. But but yeah, thanks for tuning in, everyone. It's been some good discussions in the chat. Uh, Thanks, Looper, for for, um, coming by. Graphic God, the Indie Gamer... JNL Destiny 2 News Profits uh, Dragon Wolf Mama Rocks Animated Evil Back from the Dead <laughs> I'll keep going in with normal style because you posted in chat Yeah, go for it, yeah um, well, Been loads of us uh, It's been the, the, the lad Um yeah, Telegonic, it's been loads. But thanks, VJ, for, for um, coming on tonight. It's been a really good show. It has some very, you've had some well thought out and opinions, which uh, were very, very good. They were. 
as always, because as people don't know, VJ regularly calls me. If you were to hear these calls, you think, fucking hell, that's a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you would. Do you know, Stubbs, uh, a couple of, uh, about a week, week or two ago, um, I was on the phone to VJ. Um, I, did, I, well, I pulled up at the yard. I don't know. It was a two and a half hour drive on the phone to him. <laughs> really remember. I can believe that. I, I was in London. <laughs> And he rang me. Then I was on the I was on the phone in the truck. I threw the um, hands free kit, and the um, I pulled up at the yard. I've just been on the phone fucking two and a half hours. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. I can imagine that. Yeah. So yeah, thank, thanks for coming on the show, VJ. You're always welcome, sir. It was good. Do you want to tell people where they can find you, or? Not really. It's up to you. What you want to say? <laughs> no. no, go away. No, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Let's leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for coming on the show, Mister Tushi. Ah. Thanks for having me on again. I'm, Do you want to I'm promote still your, smiling, promote but I'm hard to sleep. <laughs> yeah, you can find me anywhere as Mister Tushi. That's about it, really. Um, I just mentioned about the community game not this week. Um, I've not tweeted it out yet, but I'll tweet it out in the morning. Uh, Friday, we're going to go for Sniper Elite 4 again. It should be a wild one. And then on Saturday, we're doing uh, Battlefield Bank Company 2 and Dirt 5. It should be a fun night. Bad Company will be soon different because we've not played that one yet. Is that interest on Fiji then? Ooh. Yeah, I've got my, I've got my headphones repaired and and they're back now. So yeah, nice. You got the same ones again? No, um, I sent them into Turtle Beach and um, they were nice enough to um, send back. Um, I don't know if they're refurbished or repaired or or a full replacement, but um, nice. Got a working set of headphones again. That's good then. So I'm ready for Sea of Thieves. Nice. We need to do that again. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> oh, Sandy changed his name. He is now Sandy the Hippie. Sandy did. Oh, he has changed it, so yeah. But yeah, no, thanks for coming on, Mr. Tushi. It's been, it's been a good show tonight. It has. Yes. Cerebral, thanks for coming on tonight. It's been a good oh, one. No, thanks for having me again. Always exciting. Always fun. It is. I actually think this panel uh, is a very good mix. You say that now, but in the DM, there's a completely different sort of situation. Hey, I told you in the DM, keep your mouth shut. He told us earlier we have to agree, no matter what. Yes. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. (laughs) No, no, it's always a great time. Uh, We didn't uh, talk about Xbox in this show, but this week, by the way, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Yeah. So yeah. you can find me at um, Cerebral Paul One on Twitter, uh, Cerebral Paul on Twitch, YouTube. Just get my link off of Twitter because I still need more followers so I can make my own personal link. Because YQWZX23 is not easy to follow. Um, and then no, on not. Xbox, it's Cerebral Paul Nine Two One. So, uh, and of course, you can find me on Sundays when we have it on. Uh, the Flemish experience. 
Uh, hopefully he'll be back this week. He's been having some back problems, etc. And back problems suck because I've been there. It takes forever to heal. And then um, you can find me here every Wednesday. And that's about it for now. More stuff coming up soon. So. Good to hear. And animated evil. Thanks for coming by tonight. It was a it was a very good show. Actually, it was uh, some good interesting topics. I like the way we uh, all bounced off each other and all jumped in. It was kind. It was. I, I do like it. It's like that. It's like feels like it's a bit more. You sound surprised. Uh, how do you say free flowing about organic. topics? These topics, you know. Oh, there were some organic topics that came out from yep. subtopics, you know. Well, it's I, it's I like good. I said a couple weeks ago, it's more conversational, not so stuffy, not so. What do you think? What do you think? Oh, what do you think? You know. Well, thank thank you for having yeah. me on again. Obviously, um, it's a, it's an absolute pleasure to hang out with you guys every Wednesday. The chat is also just amazing. Um, some great peeps hanging out. Not going to name names, but you all know who you are. Um, you can find me at animated underscore evil on Twitter and YouTube. And you can find me at animated evil 857 on uh, Xbox and Twitch. So, yep, yeah, I have the pleasure to help Mr. Tushy on a Friday and Saturday on his community game night. On a Sunday, you can find me with Paul over on the Flemish Experience. On a Tuesday, you can find me over at 4GQTV Radio. Um, uh, yeah, on every Wednesday, I'm here. I think that's it. <laughs> I apologise <laughs> if I've missed anything. <laughs> I'm a busy boy. So I can only apologise. You are. You are. Yeah, thanks. Thanks, um, Animated, for coming on. Removable. Uh, before yes, I yeah. say thanks, Indie Gamer <laughs> said he didn't. Well, what, what was your favourite indie game? Was it of all time? He didn't catch you. No, because I couldn't think of one. I, and I still can't. It's um, just just at this present moment in time. One for next week, then you can think about it. I, yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah it's, it's a hard one. It's how about right, how about how about rather than something your favourite, rather ra- give it give us a suggestion. Of what someone like me, who's just dipping my toe into indie games, give me a suggestion what I should play. So uh, anything, anything that indie gamer recommends, probably. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, easy. Way, I huh? tried. I tried. You're taking the easy way out on all these questions, aren't you? I am. Do you know why? Because do you know what it is? You I should I, be saying, go to my channel and watch my videos. You should be saying. You know what? I get a little nervous promoting myself. I I, I should try and stop that, but I, I always get a little nervous promoting myself. It, I know that it's, 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 I don't know. I don't like promoting myself. And I can't, it's one of my biggest problems. <laughs> um, I want to be a streamer, but I don't want to talk see, about it. Can I explain <laughs> to you what you don't realize is I've got about 10,000 views here on my channel. I've just been over to Removable Sanities. You don't realise it. A lot of Removable's reviews and stuff in the past have got a lot of views because this man has 125,000 views on his channel. Wow. That's a lot. Yes. Really? (laughs) (laughs) I haven't looked at that one. (laughs) 125,378,000 views. 
Yeah, it's, uh, I, I think that could so be some of the big content. Probably some of the I'm old appreciative ones, yeah. of anyone uh, who does. Yeah, still I mean, good. Yeah, I'm appreciative of you, you've got to promote yourself for removal. Otherwise, how else are you going to make prime minister? You promote yourself. So promote yourself now, removal. Tell people to subscribe, like. Oh God! You know, uh, uh, yeah, any of that. Um, please do. I appreciate any of that. I. Oh God! You put me on the spot. You know, it, it, it's one of those things. I've got to really try and get past that. You're not in I the spot. I was quite imposter syndrome. Yeah. It, <laughs> I've got a slight imposter syndrome, and I, 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 I always think I'm no good, uh, no matter how hard I try to do the best I can. I always got that slight imposter syndrome, and I think that is for any content creator. You know, you you can't oh, doubt yourself. You, you do. You doubt yourself. I, I look at cerebral stuff. It's like, oh, that's great. I can do. It. I look at tushy stuff. It's like, oh, I wish I could say stuff like that. You know. Well, it, it, I, well always... I look at like I've been put on a lot of lists lately, and like streamers you have to catch, and I'm like, I really don't belong on the list with these people. You know, it's a hard thing. Yeah, it's trying to just you know accept that you know maybe you know you are good enough, and I think that's that's a personal journey. And even now, I still struggle with it. You know, Um, but enough of that. If you would like to to view my channel or or view me or even have a chat with me, you can find me on Twitter, Minds, YouTube, and Xbox under the name Removal Sanity. And again, I thank you so much for even just letting me speak on here. I'm just very grateful. Yeah, it's always a, always a pleasure no, to have you on removal and the panel. It is. Where can, where can we find stubs? That's the, that's the main question. Early fans. KFC. Yeah. Get a bargain bucket. <laughs> you can find me on... Uh, what's it? <laughs> we can find me on this channel. Subscribe. Um, stubs Gaming on Twitter with two Zs. Uh, all the links are in the description. And the Stubbs cast is returning next week. It is. Who with? A very, very good guest. <gasps> Chicken Nuggies. It's under what NDA what? currently. It's under NDA. Wow. What the That's guest? Good. Wow. wow. That's interesting. The, the guest is under NDA? Yes. I can't say. Ah, that um, means that it can must, you, must be Phil. When is when is that going to air? Stubbs, do you know? Is it this coming week or? All goes to plan. It'll be Friday. This Friday. Okay, this Ooh, coming yeah. week. Nice. Just tell you the truth. It's fucking crap, gamer. <laughs> oh, can I? Can I? Well, can I, if the, the one of the the person that is actually, I don't know whether to. I've I've got to go confirm you, you, it. Okay. So I don't know if I can quick, say I, I, for, I forgot about a special right. thing I'm doing this Saturday. Oh, um, who are you? Yeah, Ooh. on my YouTube channel, if you have HBO Max or otherwise can see it, I will be watching. I will be watching um, Mortal Kombat, and I'm going to live stream reaction, just discussion. So if you want to watch it at this, it's like we're watching together apart. I can't stream the movie, but we can still watch it at the same time. Which is noon my time. I, en- 6 p.m. I envy time. you. I really envy you because I want to yeah. see that. And I haven't got. We in the UK don't have HBO. Don't have HBO Max, and they don't have a service over there that's basically doing the same thing. Well, that kind of sucks. Nope. We, we'll get it next year, won't we? Or something when some other. I think so. Yeah. Taken. 
I don't know because a lot of the stuff on HBO is is like they're all going about the Snyder cut. It's actually on Sky. They put a lot of that there, stuff there on Sky. Yeah, that Sky will do it. Sky will do it. It'll be it'll be a couple of uh, it'll be a couple of weeks out. Oh. Minimum. Well, apparently, if you got Sky Movies, Sky the Zack Snyder cut's free to go and watch. You know, it's no, it's not extra. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it'll be a couple. It'll be a couple of weeks out from when HBO get their stuff. Which is, we're getting it. We're getting it Friday, the same day it releases here in the movie theaters. Yeah. Oh. Okay. But I will be watching it Saturday when I when I stream it. When I stream my watching it Saturday, I will. That will be the first time I watch it. So. I just hope they've got. Some, cool. I hope they put in the the brick, the old okay. Mortal Kombat movie that they're using. So I'm going to reveal. The NDA has just been approved to... Uh, I can break the NDA on the Stubbscast now. Who told oh, you? I have. Have you, got, have you had sufficient legal advice? 5pm... <laughs> well, at the time, I think it's 5pm EST on Friday. I'll have to confirm it. But I have the one and only Indie Gamer on the Stubbscast. Awesome! Uh, I know he's been on. He's been on before, but he was on a dual podcast, and we didn't go into in depth on how indie started. Not not like proper in depth, and on like YouTube because indie's very knowledgeable on YouTube. He knows a lot, a lot of um, information about YouTube and analytics. He knows his stuff. You ever and his daddy met each other? When Indy came into being, so did Indie Gamer. It just... Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. That sounds like a grief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, will be a, it will be a very good, very good show, it will. But keep your eyes on Twitter and I'll, I'll, I'll put the event up. And I'll, I will confirm the, the time of Indy. I will on that. That sounds like, that sounds like a film. The time of indie was nigh. I'm just wondering, yeah. wondering if indie's going to poke you about Hollow Knight Live. <laughs> Hopefully, the AAA gamer is on. That's a hint to something. That is, you might hear it in the show in uh, Stubcast. But it should be fun anyway. It has returned. The Stubcast. And Ooh. Go Force Gaming will be on soon. He's not booked yet because he set a requirement to me. He has to reach 100 subscribers. Has he not so done that yet? I thought four... he's already at 100 now. No, he's about four away. He hasn't actually done it yet. I tried to get did. some more people to subscribe if, to him earlier, but if anyone, in, if, if anyone yeah. in chat has not subscribed to Go Force oh, no, Gaming on YouTube, free, please do. three more subscribers. He does please do. Yep. I already subscribed. Yeah. He's a very cool dude. But he but I invited him a while ago. No, 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 I need to earn it. I need to get at least a hundred subscribers. So he is now <laughs> three subscribers away. He is. I was cheap. Sorry. I had like twelve subscribers when I started on this podcast. So but now I'm up to sixty four. <laughs> so You got the same as me. <laughs> oh I've got sixty four. <laughs> um... Co stream. Stubbs, is that this Friday, right? Wait a minute. That you got the that you got the big fraud. No. Is that next week? 
So obviously it's next week. I've got my dates mixed up. <laughs> so keep your eyes out on Twitter because it will be next week. I've so got if, the if dates you tune in this Friday there. and you're wondering where the hell Stubbs is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got it wrong. Yeah. Um. Anyway, next week Friday because I've got the dates wrong. What a plonker, eh? <laughs> I am right. <laughs> Thanks for stopping by, everyone. And uh, we will see you next Wednesday. It's nice. It's nice. See you later. Hey, y'all. See you later. <laughs>